0: Also <laughs> This is the worst place to be because You can see right outside Right here There's a hole Where am I looking? Right there There's a hole Oh I can't see Okay <laughs> Well it's a hole There's a hole in the bottom of a great back black pit And it's filled with people who are filled with shit and it goes by the name of London.
1: What the fuck is happening?
0: It's from Sweeney Todd.
1: Oh. Again? I think we talked about Sweeney po- Todd on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. a good one. Hold on, I'm reading Rudolph's angry. Oh, hey. Rudolph's angry? Ru- yeah, angry at his um, school.
0: Does that mean that Christmas sent, is going to be canceled? He sent, he sent, a, he
1: sent a, a Karen email. And I'm like, ooh, bitch, keep me updated, yes. I'm here for this. That's the energy I need. Slay, bitch. I heart reacted it.
0: Why is she angry? Um,
1: you'll, you'll read the status. Nothing that exciting. We're recording. Oh, oh, hey Rudolph.
0: <laughs> I wanted you to air her public laundry.
1: Oh, she doesn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's doing it right now. Everybody on <laughs> Facebook, I'm mad. <laughs> and let me tell you why.
1: I will explain why. Oh, I guess. Oh gosh, I need to open my white claws. Oh god, I'm so far behind I'm gonna make sure my drinks are on the right Can you hear me? Yes Do I need to scoot up?
0: No mm. <laughs> No,
1: please get back We don't need you on this podcast
0: You know, consequently That is exactly what I was just thinking
1: Yeah <laughs> What comes after Epsilon? Faggot <laughs>
0: What? We're recording So? You can't see that We've said it on this podcast before No <laughs> No
1: <laughs> And we're also Two gay boys We are both Faggots. <laughs> prefer uh-huh, homosexual. Homos- oh, <laughs> you ever see those poo memes where it's like Winnie the Pooh memes where um it's like gay boy or faggot and then it's like homosexual and like he's in a top hat and <laughs> <laughs> yeah like all fancy. That's what that just reminded me of. Mine <laughs> would
0: be that except it's Courtney Act's wig, the plastic one. There's just like a bunch of curls. We got another. I don't remember that. It was good. Oh, okay. She wore wings with it. Oh, I don't remember the wig. Do you remember the one where she was in bed? That was good. Oh, she came as a bed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. was good. I do like
1: that. That was pretty good. Classic. Which flavor should I go for first? Black cherry or rubber gruffo? Rubber gruffo. <laughs> rubber gruffum? Okay. I
0: think you should drink half of one and then pour half of it, the other one, into it.
1: Oh, okay. I don't like Ruby Grapefruit enough to mix cherry with it. I could probably do, like, cherry and lemon. Or even cherry and lime might go well together, and I don't even like lime.
0: Um, raspberry and lime would go to good good together. Raspberry and lemon would go good together.
1: Mm-hmm. What are the other flavors? In this
0: tangerine. Tan-
1: tangerine.
0: Tangerine and mango would go good together. Ooh,
1: fruity, very tropical. Mm-hmm. Tropical. Watermelon stands alone. Let's say that's you don't touch that. You don't, you don't touch that watermelon. Don't touch that. Na, 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 na. oh my god while i was spaced out earlier today yeah you were telling me slowly word. yeah slowly waking up um i was like i came to the realization i was like do you ever like look at someone it was one of those like do you ever because you know i love asking those questions because
0: i'm <laughs> to yourself
1: <laughs> i asked those questions myself and then i like you text me and i'm like i was just thinking this and i'd text it to you and as well um do you ever think of like you look for example like if you're driving in traffic. And, like, you look over at the person in the car next to you. and you I ever... love
0: to look at other people in their cars, but then I feel really embarrassed when they look back.
1: No, I love doing that, too. And I always go, don't look at me. And it's like, <laughs> but I was just looking at you.
0: But don't look at me. <laughs> I stare at people. I'm like, what are you going to do? Well,
1: my the thought process behind me doing that is, like, looking at them and, like, wondering what their story is. Like, do you ever, like, look at someone, like, wonder, like the complexities that is their life like do you ever like tell a story about them like oh mm-hmm. yeah she's a divorced housewife that All just got time. fired from her job and she's going home to uh to binge drink until she can't feel feelings anymore and then oh, man, um, gonna well i mean i make up drastic stories for everyone um just because i like to i like I, if since i don't have enough drama in my life i like to <laughs> add in other people's See, <laughs> you i don't even know
0: <laughs> what you make your own
1: I make my own drama? Mm-hmm. Oh well, I make my own drama about people. Up about people that I don't and even know. And
0: in your own life.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Yeah, yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh but no, apparently there's a word for that. It's called Sonder. Have you ever heard of that? Sonder. Sonder. I looked it up here. Let let me read this um this uh the this uh uh you know this uh <laughs> uh-huh. Is it this uh
0: <laughs> um But is it fashion?
1: The, <laughs> The realization that each passerby has a life as vivid and complex, uh, complex. And, 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 com, and complex as your
0: own. Um, that's what Saunder means. Nobody's life is as complex as mine.
1: M baby. We got a messed up life here, okay.
0: Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do next because I just don't know. It's so complex. woo Ooh. <laughs> i guess I will still take this haven't done it yet yeah where the fuck are you at who went first last week me um you? me you i think oh, i was you. last so you go first this week okay. yeah because i was mad because it was raining it? oh
1: yeah was it that was that because you were week? just
0: like boop, boop,
1: boop, 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 boop. okay but you know i like to talk boop, 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 you, you know boop, boop. i like to hear myself talk because that's why i listen to our podcast again so i can hear myself talk
0: again. <laughs> mm. i'm like woohoo. Also <laughs> love an echo. I, I just go into caves, talk 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 talk.
1: I have to say that we are fucking hilarious. Like
0: and I'm not saying that just because it's me. Um but... I have to say that I'm fucking hilarious. I'm not really sure about you yet. Um Okay, but,
1: but you and I egg each other on. So regardless yes. of whoever's being funny, the other person is making it funnier as well. Yes. And I will I will concede to that point. <laughs> Thank you. But you have to concede to that point as well. No. <laughs> no, no. It's only me that's funny. <laughs>
2: Hurricane faggot coming in. Hey. Oh,
1: that's why you wanted to know what that was. Yes, because epsilon already formed. uh, So then it'd be the next...
0: Hurricane (laughs) faggot.
1: The next F in the Greek alphabet. I don't think they have
0: an F. I don't think they do. I think it's gamma. Epsilon. Gamma. I don't know. Just a... (laughs) Hurricane figure comes in, it's like <laughs>
1: hey! Girl Beach. You tried me with these palm trees, honey. No
0: <laughs> I'm not having
1: Oops. <laughs> <it over. laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Ooh, honey, a white refrigerator. Ooh, not we in the this economy.
1: We in the ghetto. Uh Nene Leeks. Oh sorry, I need to not tabletap.
0: Nene. 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 Nene leaks. Okay, we're gonna do it. Let's do it. Oh god, it smells so bad. It doesn't. It's my favorite scent. Do you think they make candles in gin flavor? Scent? I really hope not. I'd burn those. (laughs) Your house would just smell like... (laughs) (laughs) A bar. Fuck it. The Eagle. Now, the Eagle smells like... Mildew. Sweet. Yeah. Like sweet, gross.
1: It smells like people's shoes have gotten into alcohol and just dragged it all over the place.
0: Yeah. Alcohol is supposed to smell clean.
1: It doesn't. It never does. Because the alcohol that they pour for a bunch of gay boys, F-words, F-hurricanes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, They're like, you want a vodka on the rocks? It's all made of it's sugar. all right? vodka. <laughs> um, and we're using McCormick's.
1: Because <laughs> it's all sugar shit. The sugar shit. Know, that just gets on the bottom of people's shoes. It's all sticky. Everything's sticky. I feel like everything's sticky everywhere. I don't mean just the eagle. I'm not just
0: reading the eagle. Mostly so if, the bathrooms.
1: No, those That smells like cum. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can smell cum from down the hall. <laughs> Uh, no but like the sugar the sugar shits that get everywhere yeah i miss the bars i miss the nasty parts that we used to go to i do uh remember Don't you? yeah absolutely Don't i remember touching know. the the wood at jr's and be like
0: this is going this is not a good texture
1: also the wood like on the way to the bathrooms in the back where it was like you could feel like the floor was gonna fall in
0: did you ever oh yeah, yeah ever yeah. notice that i was like this hardwood is very rotted <laughs> i just wonder how much cum i've stepped on in mm. that that place because mm, in the time of it like me in real time there i'm just like none but that's incredibly wrong that's incredibly wrong it's smeared everywhere yeah uh, who's texting oh it's the wind.
2: hey girl
1: no no i got a notification from slack slack because i can't exit i don't know how to exit slack So people will see that I'm online it's like, bitch, I'm not online.
0: Don't talk to me. (laughs) He's working very hard. He's on at three in the morning.
1: He's so good at his work. It's like, no, this is the computer I use, okay, mama? Because I don't have Word on my actual own personal computer, so. I wish I had Word again.
0: Yeah. What have you been using? Google Docs? Uh, No, it's called. uh, Notepad? Don't say Notepad. LibreOffice. I don't know what that is. It's a free version of Word process. It has everything, actually. I thought you were going to say Notepad, and I was like, I'm going to. Draggy. It's notepad and I don't hit enter, so it's just one (laughs) big line. You just (laughs)
1: scroll. It's like the entire time like, hold on, gotta scroll. Gotta scroll.
0: Oh, I closed it. Gotta start again. (laughs) What was I talking about? (laughs) Oh my god. I'm gonna start writing a notepad. (laughs) Just
1: just to piss me off. And it's like that nasty like typewriter looking font, like I love that font. Oh my god, I think it's ugly. The notepad I, font that that uh, mm-hmm. that automatically opens to. It's like the hacker kind of font. Uh yeah, I can see that. Um I would prefer you if you just took your notes on your phone instead. No. If if you didn't want to take them on something that was similar to office. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm No. Gonna... Oh, windy. I'm going to get my typewriter. Please I'll welcome to typewriter the
1: stage make lots and lots of noise for windy weather. You know, that was a good one. <laughs> Oh, unrelated, but also related. I was so, you You ever have like hangover snacks where like you're munchies, hangover munchies. Like where you're hungover and you're like, wow, I need to eat this like right now or I'm going to die. I don't know, but I sometimes end up most of the time at McDonald's. So yeah. So yeah, hangover munchies, I guess. if That's what you're craving. Uh, I started... McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. Mm. Is it... Did somebody say
0: McDonald's?
1: Ba-da-ba-ba, that one. That I was like I, I know that there's a jingle here um no yesterday it started out with like around I have to say it was around 8 30 I was like wow I'm really craving tacos right now and I knew that I needed to eat because I was still like slightly inebriated and like not to the hangover part yet and so I was like okay I'm not feeling great right now but I know I'm gonna be feeling worse if I don't eat so I kept on waiting because I was like oh I want to get like tacos I really want tacos but I wanted like nice tacos from like velvet taco and I think velvet tacos open like all the time, so I could have gotten it. There's a new Velvet Taco.
0: Where on uh, Yale? Yale. Mm-hmm. It's right. Uh, there's what? What's a across taco? street? Yale is a very long street. Oh, I don't know, like 27th Street or something. Oh, back where I used to live. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. It's right across the street from a new burger joint, which is right from across, right on the same street as a place called the Taco Stand. The I... burger joint has a taco place now. That's cool. I don't actually like the burger joint though.
1: I oh no the burger joint I thought that was on Shepherd
0: oh maybe it's Shepherd
1: then oh okay so over by the H E B yeah okay then yeah that's Shepherd um well that's cool um I haven't been over there since I moved a year and a half ago you anyways
0: been to the Heights
1: I have no I also have not left my house very much in the past seven months besides to come here where else do I go
0: <laughs> I remember you moving yeah you did. I, I did
1: move that was uh and a, then we moved a year and a half ago yeah and you moved uh, a couple months ago a month ago two, months, two ago. months ago yeah we've lived in this for two months
0: don't say that. this is cute yeah i know but it's not finished <laughs> oh <laughs> i would like to be able to make something in here in this kitchen yes instead of the <laughs> kitchen <laughs> i made spaghetti and meatballs in the kitchen <laughs> when we were going to bed i was like it just... smells like onions in here <laughs> Oh no,
1: but not bad. I love the smell of cooking onions, <laughs> not when you're trying to go to sleep. But no.
0: <laughs> I've never lived in a studio apartment, but that's oh, what I, I imagine it's like. Yeah,
1: it is, especially because the studio apartment that I used to live in did not have a vent hood, so that smell went nowhere. Oh, I'd open my windows.
0: There's no vent hood oh, up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a stove.
1: And the okay, so the place that I'm at now kind of irritates me because they do have a vent hood, but it's a vent hood that's built into the gas range. And so
0: oh, it's like you push it and it's like,
1: no, it doesn't come out. You just turn the little knob and it sucks things, sucks the air down from like the burners that are right around that. But that's a problem for a gas rain stove. You know why? Because gas is gas.
0: And it puts the flame
1: out? No, it doesn't put the flame out. It makes the flame like go towards the hood so that it cooks your food unevenly.
2: Mm. so then
1: because there was one time that aaron had like i had burned something and i was like what the fuck happened and then aaron burned something and he was like and i always make fun of this cooking all the time and i was like what the fuck did you burn he's like i didn't mean to burn it and i was like oh i i know why now it's because the fume hood was on and or the the fume hood yeah um what kind of things does aaron cook uh normally steaks
0: oh steaks burgers okay that's where i was going that's why i felt like he he makes a lot of just meat meat snacks
1: Yeah, and that's what he, that's what he made and he was like I think it was that he had a steak on one side and steak on the other and he was one, he was confused as to why one got done really fast and the other one didn't hmm. um because it was super hot on one side and not on the other.
0: Why does he have the the vent on? Cuz he's, burning things, because he's burning things all the time. Things
1: all the time. But, I mean, I have the vent on, or normally would put the vent on for different things. I don't use the vent much anymore now because it does that. So, I can't, I can't cook evenly. So, it's not, this is not the R cooking podcast, I can't cook I, evenly. I can't cook
0: evenly. I only use it when, I haven't had gas for a while. So, now I do. I'm mm. probably going to run into that again. But,
1: but you're going to have a hood up top, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, that'll be easy. That'll be different. Yeah. Ooh, she's different.
0: Um, but I just feel like if you asked Aaron, what are you making for supper? He'd be like, bacon. He does do bacon a lot. Period. That's it. What is the side? Sides? What, Question mark. What do I need to do for that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh. uh. Quick. Who did that? Quick. Read the baked
1: bones commercial. Ah! Uh, I'll do it. The wind is coming. Uh. uh. Oh no! I don't have it open.
0: <laughs> oh my but, god! Hold on,
1: quick! Before the storm comes. Oh, where's my folders? Oh no.
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> tell me about. We're something. not really, uh, you know, we're not really working here. Just, sitting,
1: We're just around. sitting around. Just, just hanging blend. out, having Be a good here. time. Hang, you know. mm. Just
0: doing things. Hey Spencer. Uh, hey. Let me ask you a question. <gasps> Thomas is home. Yay. <laughs> He's he wearing my rain jacket. I know. It's mine. Yeah, I know. Because it's yellow. I've seen you wear the yellow one before. It's yellow, that's my favorite color. You know, my color. mine is a like a uh, blue camo. I felt like yours your favorite color was like a rich brown. Why? Because it's color of poop? Sure. <laughs> What's the reason? What was? A little bit of a one-hit wonder, but oh, yes, yeah, yeah. everywhere oh, by, by Michelle. Michelle Branch. Michelle Branch.
1: Invest. Odds of development increase for Invest ninety-five L. Aren't you busy? Oh yeah, sorry. We're back recording. Yes. Hey. Um. Windy weather. Anyways. Uh. Hey Spencer. Hey. Let me ask you a question. What does twenty twenty have you feeling? spoopy all the time are our listeners feeling anxious lately especially when we start to witch cackle <laughs> <laughs> well did you know that your dog can quickly pick up on those feelings and your witch cackles don't worry our sponsor Bake bones is here to help their bones are made from organic all-natural human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil and their products are here to provide you peace of mind and relief to your anxious pup and hey you can even use code SPOOBY15 Spoopy 15. to get 15% off of your bag of delicious treats or hemp oil tincture today. Check out their Instagram at Bakebones or the website at BakeBones.com to find some information and reviews on how they've been helping out other dogs, too. And if you need your bones now, you can always shop in person at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights and
0: uh, Mercantile on at South Congress, Congress Street. in Austin. There you go. I thought you were going to say like another place. I was like, hold on. This is new information for me. And if you hang out outside of their house, they might try to sell them to you. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Just reach out on Instagram. They'll be like, hold on.
1: We, they have pumpkin spice latte now, once now. And what? let me tell you, I wanted to get a pumpkin spice latte on my way here. and um, I'm going to go to their website Google right was like, hey, your nearest uh, Starbucks is going to, like, on the way here is.
0: You know where the nearest Starbucks is? On U of H Campos. You can't go there. Yeah, it's not drive through <laughs> I learned that today. <laughs> Do you know the actual closest one? What? Where we used to lay Exactly.
1: So then I, I like, Google Maps I was like, maybe I'll go back over that way. It was like, it'll be 15 minutes to get there. I was like, that's longer than it is to get to, get to Starbucks and to Spencer's House all in one go. So, or get to this Starbucks that I drove around the U of H campus for. Um, so I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> so then I just uh, came here. Didn't get my pumpkin spice latte. I'm not bitter about it. I am bitter. You are very bitter. I'm bitter. I can feel it. Yeah. I can
0: feel it. It's really, it's just bringing the mood down here. Okay. Well, let's not do that.
1: Yeah. Bring the mood back up. Bring the mood back up and tell me about our other sponsor. I will. I will. Okay.
0: Um, Do you want to clean pet without, let's start that over again. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want a clean pet without all the hassle? Hell yeah. Packing Fido up in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you can! You can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hairstyling, Dead Sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal, 100% cage free, one on one experience, all in the comfort of your own driveway or your alleyway, the street in front of your house, anywhere wherever you, like. you need them to be. You know what else <laughs> Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good social distancing practices! <laughs> Make your appointment and be sure to ask, ask about our contact-free pet grooming service. Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks. What? Wow. I
1: was like, yum. But also yum. Yeah. Yum.
0: Yeah. Anyways. Um. Wind, do you have anything to add? Spoopy <gasps> season. Love that. Also, we're I'm on go episode. i to put a tree branch that's like... A scraggly one, uh-huh. like a dead tree it branch. It looks like a hand yeah. if the right if the light hits it right. Yeah, that's good.
1: Scrutchy, scratchy. Oh, they have
0: solar panels. They do. Mm-hmm. Those are expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His name is nothing. I'm not going to say. His name.
1: Yeah, because now you've gotten our uh, neighbors, your Got neighbors, my address to is... to, start. <laughs> <laughs> to start listening to the podcast. So.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't say anyone's names. Um... I'm just going to say that someone may or may not be a person. Oh, girl, that's too much. Oh, my God. Is that allowed? Is this too much, girl.
1: This is too much. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm going to read this out loud. and going to hear <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read this and you guys tell me if it's just too much. Really Santina, you stupid
0: latte. ass bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. We were talking about Santina Rice today. Oh, really? yeah. See, Do you see my
1: age twitching? Look, it's doing it. No, it's not. It's this one.
0: The lid or the eye?
1: The lid. The top lid. Oh. Mine does that like... too. <laughs> But I've been doing it for like a week now. Over a week. And I'm like, what's stressing me? And I'm like... And I, I Life. Looked, I looked it up and it was like, um, typically people who who whose eyes are twitching are... Um, uh, they, overly they drink, stressed and not sleeping. Yeah, not sleeping. Uh, they sh- are overly stressed and uh, overly caffeinated. And I was like, bitch, so is half the rest of the fucking world. Why is my eye special?
0: Me too, girl.
1: <laughs> Me, too. Me too. Yeah, they do have pumpkin spice. Told you. Something... Yeah. That train sounds very, very close. close. <laughs> They're just well, the... coming through the backyard. Like, <laughs> like
2: oh,
0: we're one, doing know. Six or seven blocks out. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> just like popping on through, like, hello train coming through eastwood
0: park Uh uh-huh it goes right by eastwood park oh eastwood park Uh uh-huh that's my park oh you own that park i just go there they built it for you Mm mm-hmm
1: how cute no no
0: no what does that mean now oh my god they do have psl bites i told you that and they made like little
1: ones for little dogs and they were experimenting with bigger bones for bigger dogs Ugh. What is
0: the spice blend?
1: Bake Bones is doing all sorts of uh, innovations, so you should uh, take a look at their website. And their use
0: Instagram to be code 15. What? I'm going to use code Spoopy15. It's friggin' better. Um, you want to talk about some spoopy stuff? Let's do it, girl. I'm going to talk about some stuff. Do you think cats today. can take Bake Bones? If I have cats, and I was like, why? Because I don't think you should have a cat. No. What if I had two? Then I would not think that you should have any. Uh, why? I don't like cats. Yeah. 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 But if I had a cat,
1: would you be like, You have a cat? No, I would ignore it. (laughs) It doesn't exist.
0: The limit (laughs) does not exist. The cat does not exist. The cat
1: does not exist.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. I'd Uh, be like, Is your TV meowing? It's like, it's uh, kind of loud in here. My
1: Spencer, my Spencer, uh, my name is Spencer, and I am uh, on a special task call. Bleh, what is happening? Special task force called the Pussy Protectors Protect against Pussy
0: Cats. The Pussy Ignorers, more like, okay, you're not protecting him. You, you're right. I'm like, get it out of here. Pussy Deniers. Pussy Deniers. There you go. They don't exist. If someone comes up, do you got any pussy? No, no, <laughs>
1: it's like, Chris, you want a cat? no. Wow. <laughs> I hate them. That's not how this works. The pussy
0: protectors. Somebody no. comes and tries to hand it to you. I run through, <laughs> slap the cat.
1: This doesn't exist. <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
0: Doctor Bitchcraft. <laughs> oh man. What? what? Um. So. You want to talk about some spoopy things? Yeah. Uh huh. I'm gonna talk about one of the most. Hold on. Morse code. Anyway. Are the train's gonna know the. That- you
1: can't. Walk. The train. Can, can we hear the train? I can hear it. I can. hear it, I wonder it too. if it's in the, the pod, pod blast.
0: Yes. Hey, if you're most listening definitely. and
1: you hear the train, let us know. If you don't, bonus points. I don't know. Well, I think. Do we have a are point just system? just thinking
0: that we're devolving into insanity. There's, no there's train. music. <laughs> well, there's trains. That's
1: Dusty was like, I could not hear the music that you guys were talking about. I'm like, well, we heard it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we heard it. That's what I I told you. It's like I think that all these like little things that we can hear, I don't think that anyone else can always hear. So we're like, oh, God, I like think... the rain that was happening last week or the week before, whenever it was. Um, I really don't think that many people could have heard that. I think that you just heard it and you were like,
0: no, it's loud. It is loud,
1: but I don't think it was that loud.
0: People heard it. Oh, my God. They're going to hear some more.
1: Some ah. people can barely hear when it's Kendall sitting back in his chair and he's like, hey, I'm right here. You think they could hear a drop
0: from <laughs> across the room? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
1: Get over the gay thing.
0: no. No. Um, So, today I'm going to talk about one of the most horrific and shocking cases of child abuse, neglect, cruelty, in modern day. Mm -hmm. You don't know who I'm talking about? You wrote the list. We decided on the list like a month ago. You're (laughs) writing about J.C. Two Garden. I remember. Yeah, well, you weren't supposed to say
1: it yet, but yeah, I
0: am. Um, I would even venture to say this is a bit of child trafficking. Okay. Um, And it's, and a cult kind of culty but cults so we're are getting on a lot of
1: different things mm-hmm. cults aren't illegal, no mm. okay
0: unless they cause a danger to the person that's in it
1: which normally cults do
0: well yes <laughs> but there's some cults that are like we just have a great time they just do met together we just take each other's money and move to fucking uh french guiana we're not doing anything bad, and then they poison everyone. Yeah. They don't do anything bad until they do something bad. Until they do something bad. Something mm-hmm. ridiculous. Was it French Guiana? I think it's French Guiana. Jim Jones? I don't know. Drink that's... the Kool-Aid? Yeah, I know
1: who you're talking about. Did I, I talk about that one already? I think so. I what was the... Heaven's Gate, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. People's Temple. Oh, no. Then you talked about Heaven's Gate. I did talk about it. It was similar.
0: They castrated themselves. Yeah. Anyways. Um... We're going to talk about the Turpin family. Yes! I don't uh, know those. You've never heard of the story? Nope. You should have. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Because it was happened in 2018. Oh.
1: Wow, that's recent.
0: Very recent. Okay, but
1: I was also not doing this podcast at the time. and also was not interested in scary stuff. And I still really am not. But now I kind of am. I'm like,
0: ooh. Ooh, that's why you need to read the news. I don't...
1: Unless it shows up in my,
0: like, little news source that I get every single morning, it's not happening. <laughs> mine's like the guardian 24 murders that everyone like, knows Ooh. about
1: <laughs> i need to learn about it These catching up on the daily news <laughs>
0: <laughs> how to know if child trafficking is happening under your nose I'm hey like, I can't those see are important. down there <laughs> those are important especially
1: in <laughs> i can't see past my nose what do i do
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> ah, ah, it's still there <laughs> even though i have such a small petite slender perfect nose okay i can't see past it because the My long eyelashes on the bottom. It just makes it impossible. (laughs) Giant... I'm like Trixie (laughs) Missal on the bottom only. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I've switched my upper eyelids with my bottom ones, so just a
1: giant, just like (laughs) it's just like it's a shelf. Just like hold on, let me go ahead and like uh, got my calendar right here and got like all of my to do lists on this side, my shopping list. Yeah, (laughs) and so
0: then when I read it, I can type things much easier. (laughs) Okay, hold on, on. let me me.
1: Got a full computer on this eyelid, and it's got like all the information you're like oh hold on let me read this okay now type it on my actual computer and then, hold on okay, okay, okay. multitasking <laughs> yeah fascinating I did not know. fascinating oh my god
0: um so you're gonna assume that this happened much longer ago than it actually did just from what happened um so you told me it was 20, 2018 yeah oh, okay but with what happened you would you're gonna say this happened in 2018 oh okay you're gonna be like do you want me to say it just like that a little more breathy. Hold on, let me do A little more breathy. This happened in
1: 2018?
0: More breathy. More breathy.
1: This happened in 2018.
0: That's perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll practice I'll fall back it. to it. Okay. And okay, every okay. time
0: I point to you, I need you I'll to do, do that. Do okay. okay. Um, so, we're going to go back to the beginning because there's a lot to unpack. Does that... Oh, not yet. No, I didn't point to you. <laughs> it's not your time.
1: Not my time to shine.
0: Um... <laughs> 2018. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, there's some things in their past that may provide information about why these two parents did what they did to their own children. Oh, man. Uh, David Turpin was born on October 1961, and Louise Tur- Turpin was born in May of 1968 in Western Virginia. Mm-mm. The two met... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Somehow that makes we're, sense.
0: We're going pretty far. <laughs> jump right in.
1: This already has not been going well.
0: Uh, David was 17, and Louise was 10 when they first met. Um, according to, wait, he was held 18, 17. Mm -hmm.
1: And he met her at that age. and was like, yep, that's going to be my wife.
0: Okay. Seven (laughs) years later. Um, according to Louisa's sister in a 60 minutes, Australia interview, quote, uh, the home, no, the home that they grew up in quote, looked like a happy home on the outside, but on the inside, it was miserable. Uh, Allegedly, as a child, Louise and her sister and a cousin were all abused by their grandfather. And worse yet, the behavior was encouraged by their mother. Ew. Uh, her sister claims quote, "Louise went through the same thing we went through with my grandfather, which is probably the darkest, hardest thing for any of us girls to deal with. My mom would take us to him daily. She was pretty much selling us for money to live on, and that's how it is. I don't to like saying it. Her father. father. It breaks my heart, but it is what it is. But
1: then you have to question whether or not the mother was also being abused like that by her own father when she was a kid,
0: too. Could be.
1: That's disgusting.
0: Well, this is an allegation that came out much later than the the initial part, um, which I'm not sure. Okay. In some cases like this... They try to make an excuse. Family will try to make an excuse for, for the abuse. The abuse, that, yeah. Um, and some people are just like that. Mm-hmm. And she, it's possible that she was uh, abused by her her grandfather, but it's also possible that she wasn't.
1: We're also not victim blaming here. We are just no. looking at the. But these case. people did
0: horrible acts. Yeah, and if that was something that uh, attributed to them growing up to be like. The way savage child abusers mm-hmm. then yeah I think it has something to do with it mm-hmm. um, but if it only comes out after the fact much later after the fact it's <clears throat> questionable yeah um, so she said quote uh, my mom would bring us to him daily she was pretty much selling us for money to live on and that's how it is I don't like saying it it breaks my heart but it is what it is what people don't realize is It's his house of horror. That's where it all began. End quote. She claims that Louise and a female cousin were sexually abused. Uh, In 1985, when David was 24 and Louise was 17, they eloped in Parisburg, Virginia. This angered Louise's father. Which
1: means that he was dating her... As a minor. As a minor for much... uh, Well, we don't know how much longer, but he's known her since she was 10. Yep. And as a 17-year-old, he already was like...
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's um, According to David's parents, he was a computer engineer who graduated from Virginia Tech and got a job with Northrop, or, uh, with um, Lockheed Martin. The job called the Terpins to Fort Worth, Texas. Um, the couple believed in a quiverful movement and were devout Pentecostals. Do you know what a quiverful is? A quiverful Christian?
1: Mm, is it kind of like the people who beat themselves?
0: No. No, that's the Jesuits, right?
1: I think I, uh, I might be misquoting that
0: learn but... a lot of but also if crazy i offend, sex of christianity if
1: i've yeah if i offend a, a crazy or uh far um right. conservative far right conservative christian or even just like a a, a a extremist christian i really don't care also why you listen to this podcast like yeah. <laughs> You already you already made two choices here. You made the choice to be the way you are, and two you made a choice to listen to to two Hurricane Faggots
0: on (laughs) the Ma, let's tune in to the the two faggots talking about the murders. They're gonna keep us educated up in time from the things. I'm gonna turn on the radio. (laughs) Honey, you know you can't call it a radio. It's a Google Home. Woman
1: (laughs) Come here, did you just talk back to me? Come here, I'm gonna beat you. That's awful. Um, that's awful. <laughs> I don't know why
0: they live in Alabama. I don't know. They just do. Well, they live in West Virginia. <laughs> they live in West Virginia, yes. But that's not the right accent. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so the Quiverful Movement is a theological position held by some conservative Christians who see children as blessings from God. It therefore encourages pre- procreation and abstaining from all forms of birth control and sterilization. Um, with this belief... Led David and Louise to have 13 children. Oh, God. From 1988 to 2015. I feel like I've
1: said this on this podcast before. Your vagina's not a clown car.
0: Stop pulling things out of there. Stop pulling
1: things out of there. They don't need to be coming out of there.
0: (laughs) Stop. It's true. It is true. Um, All of their children had letters that are names that began with the letter J. I hate that, too. Um, They Wait, who... What are the their names? Louise and David. So there's no reason to love the letter J. Jesus, maybe. Jesus. Um, they claimed that they would have as many children as they possibly could because quote God called on them. Oh boy. Um, listen, honey, if you're hearing voices, <laughs> but, <laughs> that's already uh, you got a problem. Um, <laughs> it's already an issue. I would maybe take a drinking. <laughs> Ooh, maybe that'll solve it. <laughs> um, what I would say is, God's not telling you, you have 13 kids, Mary. <laughs> Can you afford the
1: 13 kids? That's I mean, a you work question. for Lockheed Martin. So. Oh, yeah. So the answer is yes.
0: The answer is you could, theoretically.
1: The government is paying him lots of money to kill people. So, yes. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, to indirectly
0: kill people. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> But still, I mean, four. Squirrel. A squirrel. <laughs> um, if you had four, great life. Yeah. 13? My mom had four, and she's not even a Christian. <laughs> Moderate she's age. not a Christian. <laughs> Hey, that's my favorite woman. Yeah. that's the only Christian woman that's, I love.
1: That's why I sent you that picture because I took that picture of Daisy. I should post it on our podcast just for fun. Um, because Daisy like was looking cute originally. And I was going to take a picture and send it to Savannah, and then she started to yawn just as I clicked the button, and so I got that picture, and I was like,
0: "This is perfect." I'm She's gonna send not this a Christian. <laughs> She's not a Christian. I'm a devil warrior. <laughs> um. Yeah. So in 1999, the family left for Fort Worth for Rio Vista, Texas. Where the fuck is that? I don't know. I think it's in east or west Texas somewhere. Yeah. Well, um, there's a lot that can be west of this this uh, this city. Yeah. So like like west of Houston. Hmm. Um. So probably you know like a couple miles from here. There's that. How much is west of here? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Seven eighths of the state.
1: <laughs> a, a very much amount. Uh. What is it? Rio Vista. Yeah. Just, uh, I imagine somewhere Park? near El Paso. Oh, no, just Rio Vista, Texas. It's probably by a river somewhere. It yeah. has a Texas Children's Museum. Oh. Oh, it's uh, south of Fort Worth. It's not far from where they moved. Wow. Oh. It's just west of I-35 and south, um, kind of between Waco and Fort
0: Worth. Waco? mm mm-hmm. um, So they claimed that they moved away from the city because of bad crime. Um, but really, it was a bankruptcy. Um, bankruptcy. The family lived in a ranch-style home in Hill County. Uh, all the while living in Texas, they were inter- not interviewed by CPS one time, not at all. While having thirteen kids, well, they don't have thirteen yet. Oh, they had um, they had four while living in Fort Worth, and eight while they were living in Rio Vista. Okay. Um. Is that sunny? Horn didn't even come through. It's it's right over there. Mm-hmm. Um, in they they did have interactions with the sheriff's office though. Um, Wait,
1: why are they having interactions? Did I miss something? What happened? They they had CPS never
0: contacted them while they lived in Texas, but they did get throughout all of this stuff. Ten years. Okay. Yeah, what's um, that? Stop doing that. In two thousand and one, one child, four years old, was bitten by the family's border collie and needed to get stitches the sheriff's office determined that the dog was not up to date with his rabies shot and the dog was seized and euthanized uh in 2003 the turpin's pig wandered into a neighbor's property and ate 55 pounds of dog food <laughs> the family paid for the food and no charges were filed the sheriff is quoted quote nobody around here that i know of had anything that led them to believe that there were any concerns yeah i mean both
1: those sound like very real things that could happen to anyone well, Honestly. they have a
0: pig. That's, not, that's you li- not normal. You
1: live out in the middle of the country. You can have a
0: pig. You can have chickens here. I'm not going to have them. You could. And you can have fresh eggs. You don't like eggs. Do I like do. Eggs? I love eggs, oh. but I'm not going to have chickens. Who
1: do I know that doesn't like eggs? It's not you, I guess. Chickens <laughs> are dirty. So are you.
0: No, I'm not. No. <laughs>
1: Have you looked in the mirror? Have I was you getting, looked in the mirror? No, I hadn't showered in like two days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I showered this morning. I was like, ooh, this is what showering feels like. What is like. this experience? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the fact that I was telling someone, oh, someone I matched with on Tinder, I was like, uh, I share way too much about myself on this podcast. We were talking about it, too,
0: uh, on uh, Wednesday. Like, I would just venture to say you share too much, period, because nobody really wants to hear
1: it. Yeah, that's very true. A lot of people know way too much about me that don't need to know about me. But it was so, so goofy to me, because like, whenever I like talk to someone I don't know, I'm like, I don't share that much information. Unless I have alcohol, but... Um, Normally I'm like, ooh, like I'm mysterious, kind of. Nothing about <laughs>
0: you is mysterious, okay. bitch. Uh,
1: but then I share too much about myself everywhere else to everyone else. So there's really no shame here. And then, like, if someone ever asked me, like, what's your deepest, darkest secret? I'm like, bitch, I don't have one of those.
0: <laughs> Do you know Chris White? Oh, the guy who loves chickens and tells everyone about it every 16 minutes? Showers every two days just because he's lazy? Yeah, I know him. <laughs> Oh, oh. oh I was gonna ask if you <laughs> if if, he's if a, he was decent
1: a, a decent person to be around I wanted to date him but not anymore
0: <laughs> you go oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep that's it that makes sense um so um CPS pigs. in the rear the little the Rio Vista a rural community near the na- the nearest neighbors of the Turpins lived across the street mm-hmm. the vineyards were the couple they and it's had... probably
1: one of those things where like you had a long ass driveway and it was like across the street oh so, yeah that's like, exactly like, what it was it, i'm
0: sure it was like acres of land and probably was, like, like a football field between yeah yeah the houses they
1: weren't like neighbors like yeah what we've got in the right suburbs. yeah where you can see their house <laughs>
0: i can hear them scream oh my god
1: <laughs> don't say that I can hear them. Sometimes I wonder if our neighbors can hear us scream. And because just because when we get drunk and play video games, we're very loud. So I'm like, can they, can they hear us? You share walls with them. Of course they can hear you. I can't hear anything that they do. I've never heard them once. Uh, It's false. I've heard them in in their bedroom, but it's yeah. Sexy. I don't know. I've never heard sex. I've heard noises that I thought were sex.
0: What do you hear then? Just like talking.
1: They're TV mostly. I can hear like the the low murmur of the TV.
0: I'm worried because from time to time, you know, I just like to yell at the dog.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey! Well, I yell at Daisy all the time.
0: Well, yeah, that and sometimes I like to be like,
2: Oh my god, it's so cute! It's just a
0: baby! And I'm afraid people are going to be like, he has, Is he dying? He has somebody in a cage over there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, that's what I wonder, too, because like I yell at Daisy, and I'm like, can they hear me yelling at Daisy?
0: Like, Absolutely. Because
1: I sound like I'm screaming bloody murder because I have to yell over her Sharp ass bark.
0: <laughs> Little yipy bark. Anyways, mm-hmm. unnecessary. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> and then sometimes when I'm watching TV, I just have to repeat what the people say. <laughs> Riga Morris! Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> Who's
2: Morris? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> uh, Spencer, you've seen All Stars seven times since it came out in
0: 2016. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs> um, still gonna watch uh, Dracula Resurrection oh, yeah. Did you know it's a movie It's not or It's a movie length
1: Yeah it's all, I didn't I thought it was gonna be I More than one Television show. Yeah, yeah no it's done It was just a one time thing I didn't know that I already that. know who won And Me I wasn't too. trying to know that Me neither <laughs> I accidentally liked it on Instagram And I was like Oh shit <laughs> Now I know That's cool But uh, that is cool Because I kind of wanted to see More from them anyways So
0: um, There's one that I would have Liked to see more from them Than the one that did win mm-hmm. But I'm not going Priscilla that. Chambers No you hated her No she's gross well they're all gross that's the Th- point.
1: that's the point uh um, you want to see more of
0: victoria black didn't you yeah i didn't want to see she <laughs> wasn't she like top two she's top three yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um i like abora too abora abora i thought her name was abhora no it's abora okay anyway <laughs> um the, the, the vineyards uh had two daughters around the same ages of some of the turpin children because mm-hmm. there's Mm -hmm. Um, their daughter (laughs) they range quote their daughter this was the mother speaking would go over there and play i think that she may have been the only friend that they ever had all the other kids would make fun of them because they smelled bad they were dirty they had weird haircuts and they wore weird clothes also because they were basically amish (laughs) yes all the boys had the same haircut as the father and the father had a don't tell me. I don't. I don't even know how to exist. Do you have a picture? Sort of like a bowl cut. Yeah. Uh,
1: was it like a fryer cut? But without the little thing in the middle. That's a bowl cut then.
0: <laughs> let me. Let me just. Ooh, next door. Ooh, uh, next door queen. Let's see. Ooh. I can hear you on here. Your, can your you phone. get the fucking picture up? For Christ's sake. Well, maybe you shouldn't have shitty connection.
1: Oh no. <laughs> How tall is he? He looks like... um, Who does he remind me of? Um,
0: Uh, He's quite tall, I think. He's at least six feet, I imagine.
1: He reminds me of... um, Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Danny DeVito with a weird haircut. No! He reminds me of that guy with the mop hair that was the comedy judge for season five. Oh. of Season five of... uh, the, the comedy challenge, the roast for uh, season five. Do you remember who? Oh, yeah. That weird
0: weird guy, his, the comedy guy? He's funny. What's he's his funny. name? He's funny. I don't know his name. I think it's like, I feel like it's like Leslie something. No, that's Leslie Jordan. Jordan. No, it's something with an L, though. Vern? Vern something. <laughs> Liesel? <laughs> Lyle? Lorne? Lorne? Lorne?
1: Not even Lorne, just L-O-R-N. Lorne? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, I'm not gonna look it up. am busy. Because
1: um, <laughs> I'm in the middle of my story.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes, they had weird haircuts, weird clothes. The mother of the Vineyard children allowed her daughters to play with the Turpin children until she said things got weird. Oh boy. Um, she had come out to check on her children one day and noticed how white one of the Turpin daughter's hands were. She says, "Just quote, her hands." Just her hands. At first, I thought they were gloves. I said, "Whoa, I thought you had gloves on there for a minute." And she goes, "You," and this is not this she says it slowly i won't say it the way that she made it sound on the television but she said it very slowly um you wash to the wrist or else you're wasting water Um, and the way she spoke you know was really strange like she might be a little slow end quote also while in ria vista the horror almost ended the eldest daughter escaped at this time she was picked up a little further down the road. Unfortunately, due to her malnourishment and lack of education, the neighbors just assumed that she was developmentally disabled, and they returned her to her parents without knowing. Wait, so she's
1: been going to school and getting made fun of by people? No. They did not been going, going to school. school. Oh. Then how did she make friends with this other girl? Just because they were Their neighbors? they neighbors. I don't think I would have just met the neighbors. Uh,
0: my best friends growing up were all the neighbors.
1: Well, yeah, because I saw them, like, playing outside. Yeah. Were the kids playing outside? If mm-hmm. they're captives yeah they play in the yard oh
2: okay
0: um they never notified police or child protective services after that happened the neighbors noticed that the children were playing outside a little more in the afternoons and evenings presumably to avoid suspicions the vineyards stated that when asked if they thought about notifying the authorities on the turpins they said quote we thought about it but then again you're out in the country you mind your own business and you figure they want their business kept to themselves also and you don't realize what you're seeing. You know, evil is very deceptive. You know, it can look good from a surface if you don't get in there too deep.
1: Well, that sadly is true. Because, like, there was people at my grandparents' property that had these very aggressive pit bulls that were always chained up outside. But, like, they never, they kept to their themselves. They never caused any problems. There was never any, like, cause for suspicion. It was just assumed and thought that they were potentially using them for dog fighting. But, like, because the dogs would just, they would just take off in the middle of the night, and some of the dogs would just disappear from the property. Mm-hmm.
0: But. Which is a theme between my story and yours, which, mm-hmm. if you see something, say something. Say something, absolutely. Um, so, around this time, late 2000s, Louise's sister noticed, noted that, the, that her sister had, quote, become obsessed with witchcraft, satanic rituals, and Ouija boards, One of the Turpin daughters? The mother.
1: Oh. That's Uh,
0: the opposite of your radical Christianity. mm Mm-hmm. Well, she said they left the church. Oh. Um, They tried (laughs) to persuade them to join them in a snake handling festival, and David and Louise had become engaged in swinging. Ooh. Which, honestly, who's trying to swing with these two? Did you see them? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, well the listeners can't We can't show you a picture over the we, air but we'll, we'll show say, them next week Not good <laughs>
1: Yeah I'll show you next week Don't worry
0: um, In 2010 the Turpins moved again To avoid suspicions They left Rio Vista in 2010 For Marietta, California When David got another job <gasps> North. That's Grunens. close
1: to where, where, where I'm talking about Isn't it? Marietta?
0: Marietta and then they moved to Paris, California Oh okay I'm I think sure. Mar- Marietta
1: is mentioned here
0: marietta or marietta because M- there's a marietta in georgia
1: M A. this is m-u oh well it's in california this entire this is story in california
0: yeah. um the things that they left in their home in rio vista were shocking to say the least ricky vineyard told 60 minutes australia quote we walked off in the, into the house desks were lined up where they had their little homeschool they had a whiteboard the house smelled of funk All the closets had padlocks, the refrigerators had padlocks, cabinets had padlocks, everything in the house was locked down. His wife recalls, quote, they had brand new bikes sitting on the carport and they just sat there, rotted, never got played with. He continued, yeah, it was like mental torture where you put the toy in front of the child but you can't play with it. There were beds, there were bunk beds, there were ropes on the bunk beds, his wife added, some of them didn't even have mattresses anymore. Just looked like the mattresses had rotted. He continued, There were dead cats. While we were wading through the mess, there were rats jumping up. It was a house of horrors. It was right up under our nose and we didn't see it.
1: Oh my god. So they were hoarders too?
0: No, they just treated their children like animals. Oh my god. Um, in 2010, at 27 years old, Louis or 27, 47 years old, Louise Turpin gave birth to her and David's thirteenth child. Yeah. Which I think that generally the the age which women should stop having children is what, like forty? Thirty to five to forty. Well it's not stop having children. It's dangerous to dangerous, have kids past, yes. yeah. Um, there And that's
1: something you discuss with your doctor and mm-hmm. if you if you can do that, if it's viable and and not going to put you or the baby in danger, then That's fine.
0: By all means, but if you've already had twelve other kids, maybe not.
1: Maybe the baby maker's uh, on a time crunch here.
0: Yeah. Turn that oven off. We should
1: lock that down. Turn that oven off. (laughs) You've set it to broil currently, and it should not be that hot. Five (laughs) hundred degrees. (laughs) Um, Uh, We're bordering on offensive here, and that's
0: wild to me. (laughs) (laughs) But also not unusual. Yeah,
1: no, it's also not unusual for a podcast.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Um, at the time of the discovery, uh, though the torture chamber was in full swing, even though some of the children were adults, they were rarely allowed out. At the time of the discovery, the eldest child was 29 years old, and she was
1: having another, having a going to have a sibling that was
0: a baby, a baby. Mm-hmm. It's like you're.
1: A 30-year age difference. I know mother and daughters that are... My mom, the age difference between
0: them is 26 years. (laughs) So... My mom's 30 years older than me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's wild. Um, So that person could have had that child.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Um, They could have had a child that was 10 years old. Yeah. Um, Or, honestly, older. Yeah. They were chained to their beds. They were fed once a day. They could bathe once a year. That's why they all
1: smell bad. mm
0: -hmm, They were forbidden to communicate with the outside world. Neighbors reported that the children were silent until spoken to. Uh, They appeared malnourished and pale. However, they did not spend the entirety of their lives in captivity. The Turpins did take all of the children to Disneyland, and they had bought all the children matching shirts.
1: Well, they all stunk.
0: Yes. Well, that's probably after their yearly bath. Yeah. They also took them all to Las Vegas, where they got married in an Elvis cathedral and it's on the internet if you want to watch it
1: that's scary
0: mm-hmm. um at the time so they were trying to live <laughs> attempting to live a normal life but not they were like living a they con- were yeah a yeah cult they were living in a cult that's creepy um at the same time david and louise had begun gambling drinking swinging and delving more and in, deeply into the religion of witchcraft Quote, so
1: something well they were already kind of on the edge here um, and something snapped in them and mental illness just hit them like a brick wall <laughs> yeah cuz i mean they were they were already not treating them well obviously as i'm sure we'll find out more uh but it definitely got worse whenever they left the church mm-hmm. or they left the church as a consequent
0: of them uh delving into and this is insanity this is um not from what I saw was not confirmed by Louise or David. Mm-hmm. This is all... The witchcraft stuff is all the sister. Mm-hmm. Louise's sister saying that they were abused and that they were delving into witchcraft. Yeah. Okay. Because what if something goes wrong? Blame Satanists. Yeah. Honestly. Some blame anti christian We
1: blame we saw that previously in in the past. The eighties and nineties were full of anti uh, Christian satanic Yeah, sa- Satanic anyone who was not Christian was satanic. Like mm-hmm. oh
0: my god. Um so do do in twenty eighteen, David and Louise had begun planning to move to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Around late twenty seventeen, a seventeen year old child had discovered a disconnected cell phone, one of their their children. She used the cell phone to document some of the living spaces as well as record videos of herself singing that she posted to YouTube that are still available for people to watch. Um, On January 14th, in the middle of the night, the 17-year-old, as well as her 13-year-old sister, snuck out of the house through a window. The 13-year-old became frightened and turned back, but the 17-year-old continued down the block and called 911 on the cell phone. This is the transcript, most of the transcript of the call with the, the dispatcher dispatcher 911, suit your emergency uh turpin daughter oh yeah i'm still here dispatch what's your name and she says her name but i won't say it um i've never been out i don't go out much so i don't know anything about the streets or anything okay i live in a family of 15 people and my parents are abusive they abuse us and my two little sisters right now are chained up they're 13 kids and then a mother and a father dispatcher how many of your siblings are tied up her two of my sisters and one of my brothers dispatch how are they tied up with rope or what her chains they're chained up to their beds dispatcher do you think anyone in the house will need to go to the hospital her i'm not sure sometimes we live in filth and sometimes i wake up and i can't breathe because of how dirty the house is dispatch when was the last time you had a bath Turpin daughter, I don't know, almost a year ago, but sometimes I feel so dirty, I wash my face and I wash my hair. Dispatcher, does anyone in the house take any kind of medication? Turpin daughter, oh, I don't know what medication is. Oh my god. Dispatcher, are you homeschooled? Turpin daughter, no, we don't do school. Our mother tells people we're homeschooled. Our mother tells people we're in private school and she has a fake private school set up, but we don't really do school. I haven't finished the first grade and I'm 17. I don't know how much my mother, I don't know much about my mother. She doesn't like us. She doesn't spend time with us ever. Uh, 20 minutes into the phone call, the police arrived on the scene and she began speaking with the deputies.
1: But how did she know enough to do, to say these things? Because I'm going to make the assumption that they weren't watching TV either. Mm -hmm. So what is she, where is she learning from? I'm not sure. Oh my god.
0: Um, I mean, they were allowed of out of the house. Sometimes they went to Disneyland. They oh, that's went to true. Yeah, but like you're still
1: not interacting. in... S- I don't know. That's fucking
0: crazy. And they were interacting with the girls mm. that lived in Texas. That's true. So they could have told them what 911 was. Yeah, because I mean, if you hadn't been around any human beings, I don't know
1: that you'd just know to be like, I These need to three call 911. Yeah, is, help. is that means help. Or even the whole sentence, the sentence that she just gave, I don't know that she, having a first grade education, that she would have known. I don't know, that's
0: freaking crazy to me. Well, most of the children did know how to read and write. Okay. Which is surprising. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, nothing. Not much. Um, so the deputy showed up. The whole time the police were thinking this was a prank. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she had photos to show them of mm-hmm. the conditions inside the house. Um, With the evidence, the Riverside County Sheriff's Department raided the house. Uh, Inside, they found 12 other children, one shackled to a bed and two others who appeared to have just been unshackled. Um, Officers believed that the police, the people were uh, children because of how undernourished they were, when in fact seven of them were over 18 years old. Oh, my God. Uh, The Sheriff's Department noted that Louise seemed perplexed as to why they were there. The house had hundreds of journals written by the children about their lives. All the children spent several weeks in the hospital, after which the six minors were put into two foster homes. In early 2020, Riverside, California, County Deputy District Attorney said that some of them are living independently, living in their own apartments, have jobs, are going to school, some volunteer and go to church, and one has graduated college. Um, It was discovered that over the course of their lives, their parents had imprisoned, beaten, and strangled their children, allowing them to eat once per day, a shower once per year. The older children seemed much younger because of malnutrition. The 29-year-old weighed just 82 pounds. Holy shit. Some lacked basic knowledge of critical tasks and were unaware of what the term police or hospital were. They didn't... She didn't know what medication was. hmm The Turpins were charged with 12 counts of torture, 12 counts of false imprisonment, 7 counts of abuse on a dependent adult, and 6 counts of child abuse. David received an additional charge of a lewd act with a child under 14... Which I couldn't find anything more about. Uh, their bail set between nine and twelve million. David was also charged with perjury in relation to affidavits he had filed with the California Department of Education over the years for asserting that his children were being educated in a private school.
1: Yeah, normally you have to prove that shit. Mm-hmm. Like from what I understand about homeschooling, like they are kind of regulated. Like,
0: well, and what I imagine happened here as well is the there's a voucher system in the United States Mm -hmm. to where you say, I'm not going to go to public school. So you give me my taxes back for me to send my child to private school. Mm -hmm. They probably just took the money. Exactly. Um, And didn't teach them. Yeah. On February 22nd, 2019, David and Louise changed their pleas from guilty or from not guilty to guilty on one count of torture, three counts of willful child cruelty, four counts of false imprisonment, and six counts of cruelty to adult dependents. Both were sentenced to life imprisonment with possibility of parole after 25 years. Experts believe that due to the severity of the crimes, they will never be granted parole.
1: Yeah, I believe that, especially in California.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're in California now, girl. In that- Maybe in Texas you would have had a better chance, but... Because Texas just...
0: Are you a Christian now? You Are you Christian? Okay, you're fine. Well, they could have also gotten the death
1: penalty. That, that's true. In, in Texas. Texas they could have gotten death penalty for that. Because the, normally they're like, oh, you fuck around children.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and that is the, the Turpin case. Wait, you didn't point at me. Oh. <laughs> in
2: two thousand
1: eighteen. <laughs> so when it like they, they got caught in two thousand eighteen? That was when they got caught? Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Yep. How so at that point the mom is what, uh fifty? Yep. And Dad is
0: fifty two. Fifty two.
1: No. He would been fifty nine. Fifty eight. Mm hmm. Uh, fifty nine, fifty eight, whatever. Um, and so that means that their eldest daughter was 30-something.
0: Yeah. She's probably, she's my brother's age. Yeah. She's 33 now. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: So they just, like, didn't feed their children. They had 13 children, like, didn't feed, fed them one time a day. Bitch, I eat four times a day. And that's why I look like (laughs)
0: that's why you'll never be 82 pounds.
1: (laughs) I'll never get like a skinny legend. No, that's not skinny legend. That's That's, malnourished honey. That is ill. Yeah. You are not living life. That's like Gypsy Rose Blanchard not getting fed and looking like a tiny child through her mid 20s.
0: Yep. And gaining 15 pounds in prison. These these children looked really bad Mm -hmm. because there I mean, there's videos out there of them. The 29 year old girl looks like she's 13. Yeah. Because normally, so what I understand about puberty is like
1: you can go through puberty at like younger ages because of like certain nourishment that your body gets. That your body, it's kind of like a plant. You give give the plant enough fertilizer in the it's right like ways. Gonna it's going to grow faster. It's going to grow faster and it's going to do its stuff faster, which is perfectly fine. Um, but like with humans, if you don't feed them enough, it's the same thing with plants. If you just like, put it in this super infertile soil and just get give, give it water it might grow a little bit or else it might die off or just like be very sick the entire time it's the same thing with humans so mm-hmm. some of these women probably didn't even hit their puberties until much later ages because their bodies were like you're not healthy enough for me to produce the stuff necessary for babies so like <laughs> yeah it, it's not happening for you you know it's crazy yeah fucking wild a fucking hate it. Fucking hate it. Um, I've been practicing my British accent because I've been watching Great British Bake Off, and I'm still terrible at it.
0: <laughs> what would um the woman from The Glow Up say? Who's that? She'd say, ding, dong. Oh if I God. were a cantankerous bitch, <laughs> I would say, ding, dong. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what it means either, but I love but it. But I love it. I love it. I'm into it. What no, would Mary God. Berry say? Uh,
1: Mary Berry's not on there anymore. It's Prue. Whatever. What would Prue say? Um, this is quite stodgy. (laughs) It's very stodgy. She, she, my favorite thing that she said last episode, she was like, this cake is quite crumbly, but also moist at the same time. And I'm like, how do you have a moist and crumbly cake at the same time? I think that's what she was saying. It's like, it was really good because it was both. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very dry, but it's also very moist. Yeah. She, she has, hers is not quite as, uh, cockney, cockney, um, she, she's kind of proper. she's posh, yeah. She's she is posh because one of the the comedians because the hosts are comedians. Um, one of the comedians that was hosting, uh, Paul Hollywood is the other. His name is literally Paul Hollywood. Um, I wish. Yeah, is he's the other judge? Um, and is he, is he a drag king? No, I Paul much, Hollywood. Um, he uh he was standing. It was him, the comedian, and Prue that were all standing together and we were talking to one of the the contestants. The contestant was talking to Prue about something like outfit-wise, and then the comedian goes, see, Paul, this is what posh people do, and I was like, oh, I know what posh is! (laughs) You moron.
0: (laughs) I understood that reference. Are you gonna make the crumpets now? (laughs) I'd like some clotted clotted cream, please!
1: No, I um, am obsessed with the bread
0: week, because I love, I want to make bread. I want to be bread. You know what I really want to try that they make all the time? What? Uh, Clotted cream. I do think that clotted clotted cream cream would be good. It's... (sighs) Is so, it like cheese?
1: No. <gasps> Did you know you can make your own butter? And it's actually pretty easy. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, continue.
0: You <laughs> can make it like a food processor. Yeah. Um. And then you just have to
1: like squeeze it out of a, a cloth once it kind of curdles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Because then you can make different flavors. You can make like garlic, chive, butter. You can make it on your own. Bitch, I might start doing that. I'm really excited about this. Glitter! I'm excited
0: about butter. <laughs> but it's not that much cheaper if you make it yourself. Yeah, but it's, you're still I just like
1: I just like making things. Oh.
0: oh. Mm, okay. Um, <gasps> I want to make my own noodle soup. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Anyways, clotted cream. Clotted cream is sort of like a cream cheese texture. Okay. But it's baked. Is it like ricotta? Because
1: sometimes it's ricotta. I don't like.
0: No. Ricotta. It's 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 sweet. but it's like cream cheese texture. You (gasps) bake it in the oven and then you cream cheese or cottage cheese. Cream. Okay. Uh, Okay. I'll I'll get a picture for you. A picture. Let me get in my phone here, love. I'll find you a picture. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: you know what I've actually really started to love lately is cottage cheese with fruits. Um, there's a cottage cheese that H E B sells that has pineapples in it. Oh. So it's just kind of a thick cheese. No, it's cream. It was like cream cheese. Yeah,
0: Uh, a thick cream made by indirectly heating full cream cow's milk using steam or water bath, then leaving it in shallow pans to cool slowly. So it's boiled milk. No,
1: that's what you just said. It's steamed. It doesn't
0: boil. Do you know how you make steam? Do you know? You mean shut the fuck up? (laughs) And then you let it cool down. You essentially, you, you don't scald the milk. Okay. You heat it, and then you let it cool. Okay. And then the cream rises to the top, and it makes clots. And is an essential part of cream tea. So you put the... the you can pu- put it in your tea, yeah. It's milk.
1: <laughs> it is milk, you're right. You can put butter in your coffee. People do that. I've do you seen that. Like bulletproof coffee? I did it once, and I was like... But bulletproof... No, that's what they call it. It makes it sound coffee. like
0: you're gonna shit your pants. Butter? Co- coffee does that to you.
1: Yeah, and then you add <laughs> butter to it. Yeah, he will really shit your pants. Speed that shit up. You'll break your pancreas Literally. and then shit your pants. <laughs> speed that shit up. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Anyways, do uh, you want me to talk about my topic? No. Okay. What else do you want to talk about?
0: Wait. Okay, go.
1: My topic, or you want to talk about something else?
0: Um, I just like to talk a little bit. About British culture, Yeah. culture, it's uh, just white people. Well, I mean, listen, hear me out, okay? Uh, anything on BBC Four? I don't know that. It's, it's a channel.
1: Okay, I know that it's at least anything a on BBC
0: Four. Uh, and most uh, importantly, Abfab. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, okay, start. <laughs> okay, now I can talk about my topic. Wait. Mm. Okay, go.
1: Okay. Um so today I'm going to be talking about another spoopy spoopy because we are getting to the end of spoopy month and we are getting wild here with Wild and Wild and with. with oh. Um uh, I used to think he was really hot when I was younger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um but also I like that just goes back to me being like a comedy person and like whenever he was he'd do comedy stuff, I was like, oh woof. You made me laugh. <laughs> now I'm interested. Um, so I'm going to be talking about another scary case, and actually very similar to uh, Spencer's in a certain way, but also so much as Spencer's topic last week. I'm going to be talking about JC Dugard. <laughs> uh, Spencer put me on this uh, on the task to uh, research this topic, and let me tell you, this is a this is a wild no, Whoopsie Daisy. Yeah, this is a. It really was a whoopsie Daisy um and kind of crazy um also just letting you know if you um have problems with uh drug abuse or know someone who is please contact uh someone (laughs) to help them um i don't have any like hotlines for you to call right now but uh i'm sure you can look up like a drug abuse hotline here because i'll look that up for you you can do that Uh, because that is definitely a major point of this case. Um, So, before I get too much into it, let me go ahead and talk to you about J.C. Dugard and who she was. Uh, She, well, I don't really have much of who she was because she was uh, abducted when she was 11 years old.
0: So, the uh, Substance Abuse Hotline, the SAMHSA, can be reached at 1-800-662-4357.
1: So, please reach out if you or a loved one is affected by substance abuse.
0: Confidential free help from public health agencies. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So, we're going to talk about J.C. Dugard and the lead up to her abduction. Uh, So, in September of 1990, J.C. Dugard and her family moved from the Los Angeles County city of Arcadia to Myers, California, a rural town south of Lake Tahoe, California, because they thought it was a safer community. Uh, Dugard. Yeah. Yeah. Dugard was in the fifth grade and was shy and was worried about an upcoming field trip. Uh, she was close to her mother Terry Probin uh, and her infant si- half sister Shayna, uh, who was born in 1990. Her biological father Ken Slayton did not know that she- he had fathered a child. Uh, her mother married a man named Carl Problem Probin, uh, Carl which, Problem Problem, uh, which Dugard was never close to her stepfather. Um, on June 10th of 1991, Dugard's mother left for work early in the day and worked as a typesetter at a print house. Uh, I don't know what that is. But she did so it. So,
0: when they make newspapers, mm-hmm. the way they used to do it, mm-hmm. they'd arrange keys for the page and then they'd dip it an in ink, and press it on the. Really? Mm-hmm. That's fucking
1: crazy. At, that's in, a na- long in the time 90s?
0: Ago, I imagine they. I mean, I guess it was really. Not computerized at that point yet. Most places I would imagine have it, but it must be a very small newspaper.
1: Well, she there was a rural town, but outside of like Lake Tahoe, I don't know, in California, I don't know. I was like, mm-hmm, What does that mean? Um, so the 11 year old Dugard was wearing her favorite all pink outfit. I was like, ooh, come Same on, girl. Yes. Um, walked up the hill from her house against traffic to catch the school bus. She was halfway up the hill when a gray car approached her. She thought the man was driving the man driving the car was going to ask for directions when the man Philip Gray Garrido rolled down the window. Uh, he shocked her unconscious with a sun gun and abducted her. Uh, so we, we went zero to 100 real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, Garrido's wife, Nancy, held Dugard down in the car as she drifted in and out of consciousness during the three hour drive to the Garrido home in Antioch, 120 miles away. The only time Dugard spoke was when she pleaded that her parents could not afford a ransom. Bitch, you're 11 years old. How do you know what a ransom is?
0: Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego?
1: Maybe. Maybe. I guess so. That's true. And that was popular at that time. Oh, my God. It's driving me insane. Do you want me to punch you in the eye? Please. My eye twitch, And it just says it at random times. Like, it'll just do it, like, five times, and it'll stop. And then it'll, like, come back a few minutes later and just, hey, I'm still here. I don't know how to fix it. I looked up all treatments, and it was, like, Go to sleep. Stop stressing. I'm like, how? I live in America right now. I cannot stop doing that. That's not going away.
0: Um, uh, 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 yoga? <laughs> the
1: trip to pay for. today. But yeah. <laughs> you
0: can't get free insurance.
1: Today I slept for 12 hours and then was still tired when I woke up. You know what time I woke up today? What?
0: 7.30. You texted
1: me at 8.30 and I didn't respond back until 10. I know. And you know I wake up early normally.
0: I say seven thirty, like it's just like out of the question.
1: Well, that is kind for normal of people. Yes, I understand, but <laughs>
0: let me other, other people are
1: like uh, I wake up at uh, at five. Oh my god, one girl I work with, she wakes up at three thirty to go to the gym. No, that's no. What time I, do you go to bed? I don't know. Seven thirty p.m. When I used to wake up super early and avoid traffic to go to the gym back when I was actually disciplined and not. This. Back when you weren't like this. <laughs> <laughs> um. I used to uh, wake up at around 4.45, but even then, I, like, I'd sometimes sleep until 5.15, and I was supposed to be at the gym at 5.30, uh, and it was still, like, wake up, do my business, and go to the gym, uh, and that was a 30-minute drive still, so I would not Mm-mm. normally not get there till 6, Mm-mm. but that was still massively early. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I wouldn't recommend it. I, I definitely would not. Um, so, the district attorney in the Dugard case later believed that Nancy had scouted Dugard as a prize for Garrido, because they were both on meth. Yep. Um, well, f- I'll say that later. I'm just doing it now, because we're just getting that out of the way. Um, Carol probably- they had
0: weird sexual fetishes. Sh- You'll get there.
1: Sh- yeah, I'll get there. She's not mentioned much in that.
0: Uh, but if you have more fucking...
1: information, you can let me know. Um,
0: Carl- There was obviously a-, f- a f- fall guy yeah. for this, but she is just as complicit as he is. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, Carl Probin witnessed the abduction of his stepdaughter from within sight of their home. Uh, he saw two people in a mid-sized gray car, possibly a Mercury Monar- Mon- Mon- Monarch Monarch, make a U-turn at the uh, school stop- bus stop where Dugard was waiting and a woman forcing Dugard into the car. Probin gave chase on a bicycle and was unable to overtake the vehicle. Bitch, Do you not have a car? (laughs) Why didn't you get your car first? Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of Dugard's classmates were also witnesses of the abduction. And, bitch, let me tell you, that is traumatic to have to watch. That's traumatic to have to experience. But also, like, if you watch that as, like, a a kid between the ages of – I'm assuming first grade through sixth grade because that's around the age ranges that would all be riding school bus together uh, or seventh grade – bitch what are you gonna do as a 12 year old you literally can't do anything to these adults that are methed out shocking this girl and taking her in a car like Mm. that's fucking crazy
0: one time in the second grade i watched two kids run into each other at gym like ran head to head Uh face to face one of them's tooth cut into the skull of the other one and I'm traumatized from that. Yeah. So if you
1: had to watch someone get abducted from a stun gun, you'd be like, Bleh.
0: And he was bleeding down his face. That's how I don't like blood.
1: Yeah. That's the reason why you don't like blood? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, you see one drip of blood and you're like,
2: Oh my God, it's the tooth incident again. <laughs> <laughs> his tooth is inside of the head?
1: <laughs> Literally, <laughs> though. Look, it's all pretty outside now. What is it is cold yet? <laughs> is hey, weather. Cold yet? Are you cold? Are uh, you cold? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, hold on. I'm going to take this.
0: I love that the internet was like, it's going to rain from three to six.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here we are. It's
1: it a little on your door.
0: <laughs> that was it. Huh. Wait until we have walls. And then I can lay in here in the rain. Oh. I was
1: wondering where you're going with that. Just like that you were just going to put a period and Done. that was the end. of the- I can't wait until we have walls. Yeah. You make it sound like you live in just like a... Open garage shack.
0: No, I don't.
1: That, that's what I'm saying.
0: You no, ha- I don't make it sound like that. Oh, <laughs> yes, you do.
1: Either. I don't have walls.
0: <laughs> you have walls. <laughs> Although sometimes I wake up at night and <laughs> I forget where I am. Where am I? Just this, for this is not Midtown. A <laughs> little bit. I mean, it's still happening, but <laughs> yeah, it's still relatively. Did young.
1: you have you ever driven to the wrong place? Like you're on your way home. You're like Doo, do 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 You're like, oh, I'm not going to the right house. And then you like turn around. No, I've never done that either. I'm uh, the reason why I'm asking is cuz I've known plenty of people that have.
0: I don't I mean, I don't listen. Listen. As some many people can attest, when I'm in the car, <laughs> it is a very it is very focused. Oh yes. I I do not I don't You don't uh, fuck, fuck around. around. <laughs> Your car. I know exactly what I'm doing. You
1: go 50 down the freeway and you're like,
0: "Slow down!" Exactly.
1: <laughs> Bitch, what are you doing? You just cut me off. Mhm.
0: <laughs> She's very focused. She is, uh, she's feisty. <laughs> she's driving. Well, let me tell you. Is oh, it better boy. than the alternative? Dead? Yes.
1: Y- you Brooklyn. Know yes, it is. <laughs> it is better than the alternative. Um, yeah, Savannah drives really slow with people in the car, but she, was, she got a speeding ticket the other day, and by that I mean, like, two months ago. And I was like, every time I've ever driven with you, you go really slow. Where were you going so fast? <laughs> the bathroom. Basically, that girl has a tiny ass bladder. That's another thing is me sharing too much on this podcast. I share other people's <laughs> business. <too. laughs> and they, don't, they didn't even agree to that i just do it it's like well that's what you sign up for for being my friend maybe you should choose better people <laughs> Choose someone who's not on a podcast that has to entertain the masses you know I mean, we have to share we, this information there's we, nothing else it's we can do pertinent information the number of times that she told me she's like she'll like come into the house and she's like like i'll start talking and she's like no i have to
0: pee and she's like goes to the bathroom like, doesn't even let me like and i'm like oh I have tons of stories that I could share, but out of abundance, out of respect for Ben. Does I, he do that too? Did he pee his pants? No. Savannah's peter pants. I'm not talking about <laughs> our friend Ben. I'm talking about BB's a Oh. Out of respect
1: for Ben. Oh, Ben de la Creme. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He's um, like,
0: in a three-hour car ride, he's like, gotta go five times.
1: That's fine. <laughs> that's, a, okay, I... I
0: know people like that. In a three-hour car ride, I don't have to go.
1: Well, I always prep myself. Where, like, if I know I'm going to be in a car ride, I will not drink water for like twelve hours. Or oh something. no, I'll do it. All. I I dehydrated myself. I like, have crazy. four energy drinks. That dehydrates you.
0: Makes you. It's a diuretic. <laughs> it then, makes you have to pee.
1: No, it. Okay.
0: Um, Let me just tell you with my experience because I drink <laughs> Red Bull every day. Yeah.
1: You got a crisp Red Bull in the morning while you're standing and looking out the window. Mm-mm. Mm. so
0: cozy. Mm. <laughs> ooh, ooh, um, ooh. Storm's coming in today.
1: <laughs> and it did. Look at it. Literally. <laughs> Literally doing so much. That whole contraption up there worries me.
0: What? All those
1: wires that are just yeah, I know. A part of all of that. That just looks scary. But the light pulls in our backyard. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Oh, that's a full S transformer too.
0: Yep. Damn. That's so, a wires. needless to say, nobody's gonna be flying a kite in the backyard. Well, they cannot. Also, <laughs> there's a tree right
1: there, and then wires there. Yeah. Where's it going? Also, there's not much wind. Currently.
0: He folded it in. Uh, <laughs> There was wind earlier. The wind
1: yeah, yeah, because a storm was coming through. You're going to fly a kite in the middle of a thunderstorm?
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, girl. Only time to do it. <laughs> get, you, get them up in the air. You can just go to
0: the beach. I'll go to the park over there. Is it windy over there? <laughs> I, was, I don't know if you ever got to experience that as a child, okay. but we a used kite? to fly kites all the time as kids. Yes, we had kites. We'd always get them tangled, but... I mean, there was, there's a ton of wind in Quebec, like, all the time. That's what I always like about beaches. I know that Quebec's not a beach, but... It's off the river. I guess the river is what makes the wind. The river's like... <laughs> the river's like... <laughs> hey, you guys want some wind? <laughs> it's gonna blow on you.
1: <laughs> stupid. Anyways, um, yeah, he gave chase him the bicycle uh, and could not overtake the vehicle. Initial suspects included Probin and Ken Slayton, uh, which was Dugard's biological father, though they did not know each other. And Slayton had only a brief relationship with Terry in 1979 and did not know he had a child. So imagine police knocking on your door and said, Hey, you're a suspect in this case for your missing child. And he's like, What, what child? <laughs> uh, what?
0: <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. Rewind about four words there. I had a child? <laughs> I've just been having raucous sex with women in bars for 15 50 years. years and I <laughs> did not expect this. Didn't
1: expect it to happen, especially in the 1970s when...
0: Mm. There's no HIV. <laughs> Stop. It's true.
1: <laughs> there was. It started in the 50s, technically.
0: Oh, I, did, I thought it started in the 70s. No, it started in the
1: 50s. Oh. that well. that's where studies have shown it to have come from. Is the 1950s those that, weird that, porny the 50s zo- people zoonotic
0: transmission happened in the 50s? People in the 50s were fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're gonna go to church, but after that, we're gonna fuck in the Denny's parking lot. <laughs> Do they have Denny's in Africa? No, that's where it started. Oh well,
1: <laughs> that's sure. where the zoonotic illness started. Well, in the Congo, that's where that's where the, that's where the uh, I almost said who the world, yeah, you know, who has determined. That it has come from who? who? Who who? Who The who? who? The who Who The Band? Where? Who? Who's on first? <laughs> so, that clip is timeless. Literally, because it was like a hundred years ago that they came out. Oh my god. <laughs> well just keep talking about your story. See if that helps. See if it makes me less stressed. It will <laughs> will it willn't. It willn't. <laughs> it, it, <shan't. laughs> it shan't. It shan't. It willn't it shan't um yeah, so Probin took and passed several polygraph tests, because, you know, the late 70s, they're like, did you lie? They're like, okay. Oh, no, no, not 70s. This is 90s, sorry. Uh, in the 90s, uh, they're like, did you lie? And he's like, no, I'm not lying. They're like, okay. <laughs>
2: that's
0: cool. All clear, Jim. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so then Slayton was also cleared of suspicion as well. So the father, or the biological father. Um, because <laughs> to- he was
0: like... I don't even know what her name is. (laughs) I don't
1: even know that I had a child. I can't help you. Uh, By the time that the Greedos uh, finally arrived at their house in uh, unincorporated Contra Costa County, uh, they had removed Dugar's clothing, leaving only a butterfly-shaped ring that she hid from them for the next 18 years. This was the only part that she got to hold on to herself from her childhood. Uh, taking her from their car onto their property, Garrido placed a blanket over Dugard's head and ushered her into an area of his backyard where sheds and storage units stood, placing her inside a tiny one, tiny one that was soundproof. So they had a backyard, and they had, like, a second backyard. Yeah. And the second backyard was, like, tint. I'm going to talk about it more later. It's it was just, like,
0: like, a maze of tents and, tents and tarps yeah, and exactly. storage units. Yep. Uh,
1: so after he finished raping her for the first time, which was not, we'll learn later, it was not... This point. He did not rape her when he first got her, but it was later on. But after he finished raping her for the first time, he left her naked in the structure which he had bolted shut and warned her that Doberman pincers Pinscher- were outside and trained to attack her if she tried to escape. Uh, Garita would visit her in the structure, bringing her food and milkshakes and talking to her. Uh, Within hours of Dugard's disappearance, local and national media converged on South Lake Tahoe to cover the story. Within days, dozens of local volunteers assisted in the search effort, which involved nearly every resource within the community. Within weeks, tens of thousands of flyers and posters were mailed to businesses throughout the United States. uh, Since her favorite color was pink. The town was blanketed in pink ribbons as a constant reminder of her disappearance and as a demonstration of support for her family by the community. Which I thought was kind of cute. I mean, sad, but cute. Mm -hmm. Hmm, Let's get into it. Uh, Terry Probin founded a group called J.C.'s Hope, which directed the volunteer and uh, fundraising efforts. They had cassette tapes that played the song JC, J.C. Lee. Uh, along with t-shirts, sweatshirts, buttons. Uh, they were all sold to raise money for poster materials, postage, printing, uh, related expenses, it, all, this, all the works. Um, an organization called Child Quest International and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children were also involved in the effort. Uh, there was, of course, Oh, sorry. A reward offered, which was noted on the posters and flyers. Uh, The kidnapping case attracted nationwide attention and was featured on uh, the June 14th, 1991 episode of the television show America's Most Wanted. Uh, The ensuing months and years were a contiguous, continuous, continuous effort of child safety awareness, fundraising events, and candlelight vigils marking Dugard's disappearance, keeping her story before the public. Uh, So they were basically trying to keep her story alive, which important especially if a family is like we're holding out hope that someone's that they're going to come back to us kind of thing but that's so sad when they don't um mm-hmm. this story i mean 18 years of holding out that hope that's fucking crazy um so now we're going to go ahead and talk about her time in captivity which i still hate using that word regarding a human being that's just disgusting to me yeah. um and like people i'm sure Zoo rights activists will be like, or not zoo rights, uh, animal rights activists will be like, well, thing animals in captivity. Okay, bitch. Sometimes animals are in captivity for a good thing because uh, a lot of endangered species only survive through zoos. So,
0: you know what I hate? What? When people are like, it occurred very often with um, some of my old coworkers that would be like, well, I care about more about like abused animals than children. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking serious? Are you mental? Yeah. because Also. But, but children are, but uh, abused animals can't help themselves. What do you think a baby's going to do? Abused children can't help themselves either. We're about to learn on this thing that abused children
1: can't help themselves. Uh, people who are abducted can't fucking help themselves because what are they afraid of? Dying. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, well, immediately after her Uh, after he kidnapped her, Garrido—Philip Garrido forced Dugard into a shower with him, which was the first time that she'd ever been exposed to an unclothed man. She's 11 years old. Of course she hasn't seen a man naked. Like, that—that would be kind of weird if she had. Um, stop zooming in. No. (laughs) We get the word as big as possible. Uh— (laughs) 4,000%. 4,000%. A, <laughs> a week after Garrido kidnapped Dugard, he raped her for the first time. So it was a week after. It wasn't, like, initially after that he raped her. Um, raped her for the first time, and that she was still in handcuffs, uh, which she wore during her first week of captivity. Uh, during that period, Dugard's only he- human contact was Garrido, who sometimes brought her fast food and talked to her. I'm sure he was like, what does a child eat? Fast food is good. Happy what meal. you get. Yeah. Um." He provided a bucket for her to use to relieve herself, and at one point he even provided her with a television, which she could not watch the news and was unaware of the publicized search for her. Uh, almost a month and a half after her her kidnapping, by Dugard's recollection, Garrido moved her to a larger room next door where she was uh, handcuffed to a bed. So next door meaning another unit, s- storage unit in his second backyard that was hidden. Um he explained that the demon angels let him take her and that she would help him with his sexual problems because society had ignored him. Uh, that will come back. So remember that his, his sexual problems that he's trying to fix. Mm-hmm. Um, he went on methamphetamine binges, so meth, uh, he tried that were called runs, uh, during which he would make Dugard put on makeup and dress her up uh, and spend time with her while cutting out figures from pornographic magazines. That's so gross. Uh, he made her listen to for the voices that he said he could hear from the walls. Girl, you're on meth. Mm-hmm. There ain't no other voice that we can hear. You're hearing them because you're on drugs. Yep. Uh, Garrido also often professed the belief that he was the chosen servant of God. Uh, these bended would end with him sobbing and apologizing to Dugard after alternating between threats to sell her to people uh, who would put her in a cage. Um, so seven months into her captivity... Uh, Garrido introduced Dugard to his wife, Nancy, even though Nancy helped him abduct her, uh, who brought the child a stuffed animal in chocolate milk and engaged in the same tearful apologies to her. So, she was also on meth, and I'm sure, uh, and would be like, I'm so sorry that we abducted you. Like, I'm so sorry. And was like, oh, let me be your mother. Like, no.
0: Let her fucking go. Stopping fucking psycho. Yes.
1: So, through Dugard's crave for... Uh, oh, sorry. Though De- Dugard craved the woman's approval at the time, in a 2011 ABC News interview, she stated that Nancy was just as manipulative as Garrido. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dugard related that Nancy alternated between motherly concern and then coldness and cruelty, expressing her jealousy of Dugard, whom she regarded as one, uh, as the one to blame for her predicament. Uh, mm. So, she, so She'll I think just as complicit as he is. Yes, I,
0: think, I she's think disgusting.
1: But I also think that Nancy might have also been one of his victims and has just stayed longer that's possible or because she could be disgusting too it could be both um i'm not i'm not trying to say that she's blameless here but she could have been part of this whole thing thing uh because we find out later he also abducted another girl in the 1970s um
0: oh i didn't know about that
1: yes Hmm. he did did he kill her no she, well, she escaped. escaped. Yes. Hmm. So we'll get into it. Uh, so Dugard characterized Nancy, who worked at a nursing ho- as a nursing home aide, as evil and twisted. Uh, when Garrido had returned to prison for failing a drug test, Nancy replaced her husband as Dugard's jailer. Um, the Garridos manipulated Dugard further by presenting her on two occasions with kittens that would later mysteriously vanish. So I can make the assumption that they fucking killed them. Or they just let them go. It could be both. But I'm going to make the assumption that they killed them. Probably. Because they're evil and vile people. Sadistic. I'm going to go with that. Um, So when Garrido vanished, uh, when Garrido discovered, (laughs) I read the line just above, Um, when Garrido discovered that she was signing her real name in a journal that she kept about the kittens, she was forced to tear out the page with her name on it. And that was the last time that she was allowed to say or write her name uh, until her captivity ended 18 years later. What was what, what did they say that her name was during the time? Uh, Allison. Like, yes. Yes, Allison. Uh, she was also never allowed to see a doctor or a dentist. So it's kind of similar to this case where... Healthcare was just thrown out the window for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost three years went. Uh, almost three years in her her captivity, the Greedos began to allow Dugard freedom from her handcuffs for a, for certain periods of time, though they kept her locked in a bolted room. On a for b- a while, for a long time, basically her entire life. Well, yeah, but
0: then they let her do all kinds of stuff later. Yes, so
1: that's once she has kids. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why do we get there?
1: Yeah. Let's, let's get to that point. Uh, so on April 3rd of 1994, Easter Sunday, they gave her a co- gave her cooked food for the first time. So I was like, okay, and by cooked food, I assume that, like, cooked food that they had cooked. Yeah. Because if we said earlier that she got fast food. I mean, that's cooked. Uh, but I'm not thinking that she's getting fast food all the time. I'm assuming she's getting, like, raw carrots and yeah, apples. baby food and shit like that. Uh, they informed her that they had believed yeah, that she that was... Yeah, that was
0: very generous of me to say raw carrots and apples. It's probably canned beans. It's,
1: yeah, so I'm thinking. Uh, they informed her that they believed that she was pregnant. Uh, Dugard, 13 years old and four and a half months pregnant, had learned of the link between sex and pregnancy from television. So she was teaching herself with television. That's why I asked the question that I did during your case, if because... If they had television. because. Dugard was teaching herself with television. And that's the only way that she was able to learn things to take. She learned to take care of a child through television to children, plural. Um, while Dugard was pregnant for with her first daughter, Terry Proben, her mother at the same time was holding rummaging sales to pay for private investigators and distributing a million flyers across the United States featuring a sketch artist image of a teenage Dugard. What, what they assume she would look like as a teenager. Uh, Dugard watched programs on childbirth in preparation for the birth of her her first daughter, which occurred on August 18th of 1994. Her second daughter was born on November 13th of 1997. Dugard took care of her daughters using information learned from television, working to protect them from Garrido, who continued his enraged rants and lectures, meaning he was still on math. math. Um, Which... uh, We'll get there. Uh, So a neighbor, Patrick McQuaid, uh, says that he recalls as a child meeting Dugard through a fence in the Garrido's yard soon after the kidnapping. He said that she had identified her- herself by the name of J.C. Um, J.C. <laughs> I don't know why I inflected it that way. Uh, and that when if, when asked if she lived there or was just visiting, she answered that she lived there. Uh, at that point, Garrido came out and took her back indoors. Uh, he eventually built an eight-foot-tall fence around the backyard and set up a tent Dugard the first time that she was allowed to walk outside since her kidnapping. So she got a tent instead of being in one of the, the storage bins. Mm-hmm. Um, she coped with her continued captivity by planting flowers in a garden and homeschooling her daughters. Uh, at one point, Garrido informed Dugard uh, that to pacify his wife, J.C. and her daughters were to address Nancy as their mother and that J.C. was to teach her daughters that she, J.C., was an older sister. So basically she was like, to not make anyone freak out, uh, you are to call her mom because um, she's your mom now. And also these babies that just came out of you are your sisters. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this all fucked up, but this is also fucked up. Um, when Dugard and her daughters were eventually allowed to come into contact with other people, this, uh, this, it was all continued. They, they told people, like, these are all three of our daughters, kind of thing. Um, Garrido operated a print shop where Dugard acted as the gra- as the graphic artist. Uh, there was a customer that came into Garrido's printing business uh, and claimed that he had met and spoke by telephone with Dugard and that, he, that she did excellent work. Uh, during this time, Dugard had the access to the business phone and email account. Uh, I think this is important because she had access to stuff and didn't do anything.
0: Yeah, well... She'll tell later that she f- felt a bit of Stockholm syndrome.
1: We'll get there. She did not like Stockholm syndrome as a title. Okay. Yeah. She she did not address it as a Stockholm syndrome because she did not like the idea that she fell in love with her captor. She yeah, no, did.
0: I don't think that she fell in love with her captor. But I felt like she she maybe had a little a bit of allegiance. Yeah.
1: But also, at the same time, like, if you are in the business and your daughters that you just had are not with you to be able to do something.
0: Yeah, you're not going to want it. You're not going
1: to. You call the cops. He can easily call uh someone back home, Nancy say, back home, and say, or kill them. Like, do something terrible to them. Get them out. Get, kill them. Something like that. And, like. Then you're fucked. Then you're fucked. Exactly. So, like. You don't have an escape plan there, and you you can't just let two people die just because you want to escape. Like that's not it's it, that's not how that works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I just hated that they included the customers. Like, oh yeah, she did excellent work. Like, why the fuck does it matter? What does it matter that she was good at what she did? Um. Another customer indicated that she had never hinted to him about her childhood objection or her true identity, and I said, of course she wouldn't, uh, or else she could have been further abused or killed, or her children could have been. Uh, Garrido kept a blog associated with uh, what, the, what he called uh, God's Desire Church. Uh, in the blog, he claimed that he had the power to control sound with his mind.
0: Um, he's a fucking moron. Yeah,
1: he's also a drug addict and a meth head. Uh Garrido asked several people including customers to sign testimonials confirming that they witnessed his ability to control sound with his mind and a device that he developed for others to witness his phenomena. Uh let me know I'm sorry I'm letting you guys know meth is whack y'all. Um le- I brought that. <laughs> Uh, law enforcement officers believe that in 2009, Dugard's living quarters were in a secondary backyard behind Gerudo's house. Like I said, this is a private area of a yard which included sheds, one of which was soundproofed and used as a recording studio for which Gerudo recorded himself singing religious-themed and romantic country songs. It's always country. It's always it's country. Always country. It's always country. <laughs> uh, there was also two homemade... Oh, I love the, the, the TikToks that I see that are like... Uh, Here's country, um, uh, like men in country songs. It's like my truck, my beer, my dirt, my woman. And then woman country songs like I killed that bitch and I stabbed his car and I mm-hmm. fucked him up and
0: <laughs> I hit him with a baseball bat and then I buried him in a river. <laughs> and and so then f- I got my friend and we went to Vegas. <laughs> it's so
1: fucking true. It it's, bitch. It's real. It's real.
2: <laughs>
1: oh yeah um there was also two homemade tents and what had been described as a camping style shower and toilet so basically made it a whole like outdoorsy
0: living area. living
1: space for her uh and children uh the area was surrounded by tall trees and a six foot high fence well, I said eight, eight foot, foot earlier uh but so this two different informations I guess so I'm gonna go with eight foot I assume eight foot. An mm-hmm. um, entrance to the secondary backyard was covered by trees and a tarp. Uh, so basically, like, it was hidden in a wooded area that was like, woo, don't come in here. Um, privacy was enhanced by tents and out outbuildings. Uh, the enclosure was housed by, uh, uh, was housed, also housed a car that matched the description of the one that was used during the abduction. So basically, they abducted someone and was like, well, we didn't hide this car. So I put it back there with her. Uh, Electricity was supplied through extension cords. Uh, Law enforcement officers visited the residence at least twice, but did not ask to inspect the backyard and did not detect the presence of Dugard or her children in the areas of the property that they did inspect. Witnesses interviewed stated, uh, later stated that Dugard was seen in the house and sometimes answered the front door to talk to people, but never stated that there was a problem or any attempt to leave. Um, While the family kept to themselves, the girls were sometimes seen playing in the backyard or as passengers in Garrido's car. Uh, So now let's discuss something that makes me really angry. Uh, Missed opportunities to rescue J.C. over the 18 years that she was in captivity. Uh, Number one, police failed to make the connection that J.C. Lee Dugard was kidnapped south of Lake Tahoe in the same location as Garrido's 1976 kidnapping and rape of Catherine Calloway Hall. Number two, on April 22nd, 1992, uh, less than a year after her, her kidnapping, a man called the Contra Costa County Sheriff's Department from a gas station less than two miles from the Garita's home. Uh, the caller reported that he saw Dugard in the gas station staring intently at a missing child poster of herself. Uh, the caller then reported seeing her leave in a large yellow van, possibly a Dodge, in his nine after Dugard's release. An old yellow Dodge van was recovered from the Garrido pop- property that matched the description of the van given during the call. The license plate was not reported in 1992. Uh, the caller, the girl, and the van were gone by the time that police had arrived. Uh, the caller never identified himself, and the police did not pursue the matter. Uh, in contradiction to the story, however, Dugard reported that she never left the gorrito property from the day she was kidnapped until shortly before her first child was born in August of 1994. So she says she never left, but he says he saw her. So, Hmm. different opinions here. Uh, So then, November 3rd of June, in June of 2002, the fire department responded to a report of a juvenile with a shoulder injury that occurred in a swimming pool at the Goritas' home. The information was not relayed to the parole officer, which had no record of either a juvenile or a swimming pool at the Goritas' address. Uh, Number four, in 2006, one of the Gredos' neighbors called 911 to inform them that there were tents in the backyard with children living in there, and that Gredos was psychotic with sexual addictions. A police sheriff spoke with Gredos at the front door for about 30 minutes and left after telling Gredos that there were uh, that there would be code violations if people were living outside on the property. After Dugard was found in August of 2009, the local Contra Costa County sheriff. Issued an apology to the victim victims in a news conference. But bitch, a fucking code violation? There were children in these tents, Mary. You that's that's a a child abuse problem. So if there if you're saying that there's children living in the backyard in tents, you should probably investigate that further. No, I'm just saying. That's just a just a thought here. Um so then number five. On November 4th of 2009, the California Office of the Inspector General issued a report that enumerated lapses by the California uh, Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation that had contributed to Dugard's continued captivity. Uh, So basically, after she was found, uh, they were like, yeah, we're letting you know that there were some issues that we had. Since he was on parole, um, we made the mistake that we didn't investigate any further reports. Uh, So... Yeah, I think I... Yeah, I need one. Um, oh, so, in his report, the Inspector General detailed an instance in which a parole agent encountered a 12-year-old girl at the house, uh, but Inspector Garrido's... In, uh, accepted Garrido's explanation uh, that he said she was with... Or she was his brother's daughter and that the agent did nothing to verify it, uh, despite the fact that a call to Garrido's brother verified that he did not have children. Honey... If this man is a drug addict and no and is no with known psychotic tendencies, he should not be around children, anyways. That's just a I'm just questioning that. Um, I'm just saying, just a thought. Uh, so yeah. So then, on August 24th of 2009, Garrido visited the San Francisco office of the Federal Bureau of Investigation and left a four page essay containing his ideas about religion and sexuality, suggesting that he had discovered the solution to problem behaviors like his past crimes. The essay described how he had cured his criminal se- sexual behaviors. And how that information could be used to assist in curing other sexual predators by controlling human impulses that drive humans to commit dysfunctional acts. So basically, he was like, I figured it out. I figured out why people are crazy. Don't worry, guys. I got it. Yeah. So he gave it to the FBI. Uh, on that same day, he went to the University of California uh, police office with Dugard's two daughters seeking permission to hold. No. Whoa. Yeah. Why did it say police? He didn't go to police office. He went to the University of California, um, seeking permission to hold a special event on campus as part of his God as part of his God's Desire program. He spoke with special events manager Lisa Campbell. Uh, she perceived his behavior as erratic because he's a meth girl, mm-hmm. uh, and felt that the girls were sullen and submissive. He asked Garrido to make an appointment for the next day, which he did, leaving his name in the process. Officer Ali Jacobs ran a background check and discovered that Garrido was a Registered sex offender on federal parole for kidnapping and rape. So, previous offenses, mm-hmm. they were like, uh, okay, so there's already some red flags here. And if you've got some scared kids, uh, we should probably look at another into this. red flag. Yeah. Uh, so, Garrido and the another girl. Another red flag. Another, another red, red flag.
0: Flag. flag child, child abuse. Child abuse. No another sleep. red
1: flag. <laughs> Sorry. He's not sleeping he's with been, all that now. He's not sleeping for weeks, girl. Months. Weeks, yes. Mm-hmm. Two hours. Wake up. I'm ready to go again. I'm ready to go. My brain is fully awake.
0: Now he thinks that he's solved all sexual... Um... The fridge is haunted. Oh. Do you see the face? There's, there are eyeballs. And the little... Between the fridge and the freezer. That's the mouth. He's like...
1: Mm. Well, I'm not happy. Yep. He's drooling too.
0: No. <laughs> that's a scar. <laughs> He's embarrassed about that. Don't talk about it. L O L. Um
1: <laughs> If he's drooling, that's some... <laughs> Orange drool. Orange <laughs> <He's been
0: laughs> drool. Eating <is> like... <laughs> orange lifesavers only.
1: Uh, no. Um, ooh, a little, ooh. Ooh, where was I? Um oh. So the Gurrito and the girls uh Gerito and the girls, I love I said the Gurrito, and it's almost like the Gerudo. Like I, the entire time, I was like, is this a Garuda? Would Gerudos? you call
0: them the Gerudo? I called them the Gerudo.
1: Gerudo? I call him Gerudo with a G. Hard G. This is. Uh, you did a soft G? Yeah. Uh huh. Classic. This is Breath of the Wild. Zelda. Zelda. Yeah, Legend of Zelda. I always loved that they called it Legend of Zelda because I used to call him Zelda when I was here. <laughs> it's Link. It's Link. It's the princess of Zelda. It's not the Legend of Link. It's
0: not about him.
1: But he's the only one doing anything. She's it's just not captive. about him. She's just the one that's captive. Breath of the Wild, she's a bad bitch, though.
0: A bad bitch! She's a bad bitch. Also, I've, the Birdman, a bad bitch. Oh my God,
1: he hates everyone. Rito? The, not beach. Rito, that's the, he is a Rito. What is his name? Um, I don't know, he was my last temple that I went to. Which what,
0: what order did you go in your temples? Um, Zora first. I did Zora first, too. And then the Gerudo. Oh, I did the Gorons next. And then I did the Gorons, and then I did the Rito last. Okay.
1: I did Rito last, too. Wow. I, I did Zora, Gorons, and then uh, over to the Gerudo, and then uh, Rito.
0: I should probably finished that game. You haven't finished it yet? I haven't beat uh, Ganon. I haven't either.
1: Uh, so, uh, I've gotten all the shrines, though.
0: Me too. I got all Well, the I haven't shrines. gotten all the shrines. Most I, of them.
1: I've gotten all but one. I See, went on a shrine search.
0: When, now I'm doing the, the all the quests. When I play Zelda games, it seems that I get just right about at the end, and then mm. I don't finish. Because then it's sad; you don't want to finish it. I've had so much fun with Breath of Wild. Well, yeah, but I'm I thinking, played like, like almost... Ocarina. I just could never find those light arrows.
1: They were mostly in the the Gerudo Valley.
0: The light arrows? That's what you used to fight him. Yeah, they Didn't were. Find him.
1: I thought they were all in a lot of the,
0: the arrows were
1: over in uh Gerudo. Never found it. Do you remember the witch witch uh bosses? They were my favorite. It was me. <laughs> they were my favorite. Exactly.
0: I was a Poe.
1: Okay. Uh I used to have to make uh, my brother hated the Shadow Temple so much my older brother. I love the
0: Shadow Temple. I loved it too. It's...
1: My brother hated Ooh. it so much that I used to have to do the temple for him, but I could never beat the Bongo Bongo. So he had the, the boss, so he had to beat the boss for me every single time because I couldn't beat him. I just couldn't. I don't know why, because he was, he was invisible. Remember you had to put on, put on the the eye of uh, the eye of truth? Yeah.
0: So me and my brother never really played it together. I would play it with uh, these kids that lived in the cul-de-sac behind me. Mm-hmm. Well, I told and you they would just beat Ganon all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, that I told you that we used to um watch each, watch each play other play. Games. That was cuz you we played the one player games and we just watched each other play, watch each other play. Uh yeah. Yep. I used to I used to could I could not beat the Bongo Bongo. So my brother always had to beat them and I could not beat the witches because I couldn't figure out how to get the the shield up in a time. the mirror shield up in time. So whenever they were hitting the 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 Energy ice and balls, the, yeah, the ice
0: and fireballs back at me, I couldn't get it. Oh, so bad at it. And now I watch people play games on the internet. Yeah. you. <laughs> so watch, we're still you, going. We're still doing the same thing. We're watching people on YouTube do the same thing. So. I'm watching people on YouTube play City Skylines, and I'm like, your city is fabulous. It's so great. It's, so it's great. fabulous. Uh, I've been playing City Skylines again, because
1: I'm trying to prevent the amount of people who are coming from the highway onto my city roads, and it's not
0: working, girl. Bitch, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I got a video to share with you. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. We'll okay. show we'll, he does it in 30 minutes. Yeah, well that's
1: the one that you were showing me, right? That when I was over on Sunday of Probably. fixing the the traffic that was at
0: like 80. Oh no, he does that with everyone. This one is a specific like start design. Oh, okay. Where it's. Well, you know I always design my roads like grid pattern. Grid yes. pattern, yeah. But this has a roundabout that has the highway come over it straight into the industrial district so the industrial traffic never goes into the residential areas. Oh.
1: So smart. Uh... That's kind of what I actually what I have right now is that the traffic comes into the residential area and has to go all the way around the residential area on a one way, like six lane road to get into the industrial area and then only exits out through the, the, uh, through the highway. So it's like you come in through the city, you have to drive all the way around the city to get into the industrial district and it, all those roads. I turn off the stop lights and only made them where a stop sign for the other roads. So it's just like, it's basically another highway that goes through the city. And so far, my traffic is still at 87%. Hmm. And now my city is at 45,000 people. So we're, we're growing. We're growing fast. Anyways, it's not City Skylines. We're talking about, I'm two pages in.
0: How many pages do you have? Ten. <laughs> well, get Wait, no. Going, no, I'm further
1: down. Why is it not? It still says I'm at two pages. I'm much further in. I'm more than halfway done. Okay, we're good. I don't know why it's still so saying that. At... This is
0: two hours already.
1: Yeah, I don't know why it says I'm at two Two pages still. We'll keep uh, it going. It was freaking me out. Um, anyways. Run! Uh, run! Was, uh, so <laughs> the girls appeared to be Jacob, appeared to the officer, Jacobs, uh, as very pale as they had not been exposed, as if they had not been exposed to sunlight. Uh, she felt their behavior was unusual. Uh, Garrido's uh, several parole violations were a basis for an arrest. So Jacobs phoned the parole office to relay her concerns, Excuse me, leaving an, a report on voicemail. After... I wish
0: that I had never been exposed to the sun. Do you know how young I would look? Oh, my God. I'd be like 19. You just wear that wrinkle cream you bought me, okay? <laughs> you need to run through your uh, creams faster.
1: <laughs> because I don't use them properly. Use them properly. Oh, my God. After hearing Jacobs', Jacob's recorded message, two parole agents drove to the Greedos' house later
0: that day. Wait, A... I want to show you what I would look like if i never seen the sun. He would look like a pale ghost. No, there's something I would wear. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> something he would wear? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm gonna find one too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why is my phone so slow? This is what I would wear to the beach.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is also what you would look like. Oh! I love it. Oh no!
0: No, wait, let me show you what I would look like. Because I have a picture of it already. (laughs) Stupid.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Winter Shade of Pale. I love that. I love that that's a title. (laughs) I mean, obviously. Oh man. so i love it also love that they have turned these uh people who are like the the lightest people in, yes <laughs> the lightest people in the world and like the darkest people in the world into models and that's that
0: makes me feel so great there's a girl from i don't remember singali yep that's her
1: yeah i just that's what i'm that's what i'm scrolling through this and it's got both uh
0: the darkest and lightest person I she's like that. you know what bitch yes yeah. i am dark i'm <laughs> gonna be a model <laughs> Fuck I don't you. care,
1: yeah. And I, that thing is great. Um, So they went to the Garrido's house. Upon arrival, they handcuffed him and searched the house, uh, finding only his wife, Nancy, and his elderly mother at home. Then the parole agents drove him back to the parole office. En uh, route, Garrido said the girls who had accompanied him to UC Berkeley uh, were the daughters of a relative, and that he had permission from their parents to take them to the university. Although, a month before, a parole officer... No, oh, the parole office had barred Garrido from associating with minors. And although Berkeley was 40 miles from the Garrido's Contra, Contra Costa resident, which is 15 miles in excess of the 25-mile limit he was allowed to travel from his house without his parole agent's permission, nothing was done about these violations. Nothing uh after reviewing his file with a the supervisor they drove drove rita home and offered him to report to the office again the next day to discuss his visit to uc berkeley and to follow up on the office's concerns about the two girls garrito arrived at the parole office on in concord california on august twenty sixth with his wife nancy the two girls and dugard who was introduced as Alyssa. sorry not allison Alyssa, my bad um, well, I don't forgive you. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, the parole officer decided to separate Garrido from the women and girls to obtain their identification. Uh, maintaining her false identity as Alyssa, Dugard told investigators that the girls were her daughters, which is already different than what she had been told to say for a long period of time. Uh, although she indicated that she was aware that Ger- uh, Garrido was – I am said Garrido. That we talked about uh, was a convicted sex offender. She stated that he was a changed man and a great person and was good with her kids. Uh, they were comments that were echoed by the two girls. When pressed for details, they would confirm her identity. Uh, I'm sorry. When pressed for details that would confirm her identity, Dugard became extremely defensive and agitated, demanding to know why she was being interrogated, and subsequently stated that she was a battered wife from Minnesota in hiding from her abusive husband. <laughs> this got crazy. Um, the parole officer eventually called the Concord police. Upon the arrival of a police sergeant, Greedo immediately was like, yeah, I kidnapped and raped her. Uh, only it's been
0: 18, 18 years. years.
1: Only after this did Dugard identify herself as J.C. Dugard. Uh, it is later suggested that Dugard showed signs of Stockholm Syndrome, which in a 2016 ABC interview with Diane Sawyer... Dugard stated that her compassion and willingness to interact with her captor were her only means of surviving, saying, The phrase Stockholm Syndrome implies that hostages cracked by terror and abuse become affectionate towards their captors. Well, it's really, it's degrading. You know, having my family believe that I was in love with this captor and wanted to stay with him? I mean, it is so far from the truth that it makes me want to throw up. I adapted to survive the circumstance." Uh, Repeatedly during the segment of the interview, she stated that as a way to survive, uh, stated that as a way to survive and hoping to end the abuse, many victims were forced to sympathize with their captors. Uh, So I think it's a a form of Stockholm Syndrome, but not quite to the point of Stockholm Syndrome. Mm -hmm. Um, Garrido and his wife were placed under arrest. What? Nothing. Oh. Uh, The FBI FBI agent put Dugard on the telephone with her mother, Terry Probin. Dugard retained... Custody of her children, of course, uh, and was soon reunited with her mother. Uh, following the arrest, police searched the Grito house extensively for evidence of other crimes because Gerido had access to the neighbor's house. It was also searched for evidence. Police also searched the homes and business of one of Garrido's printing business clients. Uh, police agencies from Hayward and Dublin, California, conducted searches of the Garrido's property for evidence pertaining to missing girls in those communities, but turned up no clues. In July of 2011, Hayward police announced that Garrido had not been eliminated as a suspect and is still a person of interest in the abduction case of uh, Michelle Gerecht. Gerecht? Gerecht.
0: Gerecht. I've heard
1: Gerecht. Garrett was kidnapped in 1988, uh, and Hayward is 55 miles from the Greedo's Antioch home. So he drove 120 miles to take Dugard. So if this house is 55 miles away, I He's could probably gonna I I could kidnap. say yeah, I could say that he would still be able to do it too. Uh, so on August 27th of 2009, KCR. Ugh, KCRA-TV in Sacramento, California, interviewed Garrido in his jail cell by telephone. During the interview, Garrido said, in the end, this is going to be a powerful, heartwarming story. About what? Uh, Because in his events of the events, his version of the events, uh, my life has been straightened out. Wait till you hear the story of what took place at this house. You're going to be absolutely impressed. It's a it, it's a disgusting thing that took place with me at the beginning, but I turned my life completely around. It was it's um, selfish honey, narcissistic. Where... Selfish and narcissistic saying like, "Oh, I changed because I had this girl who helped me change." I took and raped this girl who helped me change. Like that yeah, that's what you're going to say it's a beautiful word for you. Girl. You're going to say it's a beautiful fucking story because of that. Like, no ma'am. No, you ruined someone's fucking life. Mm-hmm. Garita repeatedly told the report three people's fucking lives. Uh, Garita reportedly told, repeatedly told the reporter uh, how he filed documents with the FBI on August 24th of 2009, which they, when they were published, would cause people to fall over backwards. And that he could not reveal more because he had to protect the law enforcement. And what happened was something that humans have not understood well. It was the report about hearing hearing. What
0: have they not heard? What understood well?
1: I don't know. It, it was the report of him being able to see sounds. Um, mm. In the interview, Garrido di- denied that he had ever harmed just Need to tell everybody that meth is a hell of a hell drug. Hell of a drug. And do not do it. Yes. Uh, Garrido denied that he had ever harmed two Dugard's two daughters. Uh, he lies. Was, I don't. I haven't read Dugard's book, so I don't know. But I didn't see any details that she. I've not read anything did.
0: either, but yeah i uh, i strongly strongly doubt
1: yeah i strongly doubt that he if he had her for 18 years and raped her her. for that long like he's
0: sure as hell gonna rape a the the two daughters yeah exactly Mm -hmm. he had sex with a 13 year old and from what i remember because i've seen interviews with her but not read her book obviously and this is all alleged but she said that she was fiercely protective of her daughters yeah he didn't we still got to yeah dare Mm -hmm. get anywhere near them so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah but i mean you're also living out in fucking tents i don't know how she did that that's
0: crazy For years
1: for years for 18 years (laughs) she didn't get a bed (laughs) i can't stay outside for 15 minutes yeah you're like mosquito exactly (laughs) uh and also in lake tahoe lake tahoe gets cold during the winter yeah, just because it's California doesn't mean it's not cold. Lake Tahoe's North California. That gets cold. It gets snow during
0: the winter. You can stay in a tent outside in the snow. It's not ideal. Okay, but it's still fucking cold. The mosquitoes are dead, at least. Oh, my God. Okay, yes.
1: That is true. It's still fucking cold. Um, he... Yeah, yeah. He said that their, birth changed his li- their births changed his life, saying... Burfs. Births. Births. Uh, they slept in my arms every single night since birth. I never touched them. Okay, you touched them if you were
0: holding them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you literally contradicted you yourself, literally, you fucking idiot. in
1: one sentence, you said two different things. Uh, so on August 28th of 2009, FBI spokesman Joseph Shadler, 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 uh, confirmed that Garrido had indeed left the documents with the, uh, agency as he had claimed, but declined to discuss the further details. The document titled The Origin of Schizophrenia Revealed was eventually released by the FBI. It is about stopping schizophrenics from turning violent and controlling sounds with the human mind. So he thinks that he can control sounds with his mind still and that he can keep schizophrenics from getting violent by controlling the
0: sounds. Yeah, 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 cool. Um (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. What does that do? What are, What are you doing with your controlling of the sounds? You're stopping schizophrenics.
1: That's that. That's I think what he was implying is it like, oh, you you employ me, and I'll stop the sounds from entering the schizophrenics' minds, um, and, right. oh. and 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 they won't get offend. They won't get m- mean, violent.
0: Cool. I just wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what they were implying. Yeah. I just, um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh no. No, no 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 that's not a thing no 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 you're you're high yeah you're on so, meth you you're on stop being high
1: yeah so on August 28th of 2009 Gerito and his wife pleaded not guilty to charges including kidnapping rape and false imprisonment uh a bail review sla- I cut out a lot sorry so if things get a little jumpy we'll figure it out uh a bail review slash preliminary pre preliminary Oh my God! Pre preliminary, how do you have a pre preliminary
0: hearing? That's preliminary. preliminary is already. It's obviously right before
1: preliminary hearing is already before the hearing. You have to have a hearing before the hearing before the before the before hearing. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm confused. Pre pre preliminary hearing uh, was held on September 14th of 2009 at the El Dorado County uh, Superior Court in Placerville, California. Uh, at the hearing, the judge set bail for Garrido's wife, Nancy, at $30 million. Uh, however, there was no bail parole hold he- hold on Garrido. He was uh, just
0: in jail. He's just fucked.
1: Yeah. Uh, the jail uh, – the judge initially kept Nancy in custody on a no bail hold, but she was granted bail at a later date. Uh, On September 14th hearing at a September 14th hearing, the judge also granted a request from Garrido's attorney to have a psychologist or psychiatrist appointed to conduct a confidential evaluation. Such a such examinations can be used by the defense to assist in case preparation and additional mental health examinations can be ordered at subsequent phases in the proceedings. On October 29th of 2009, a short hearing was held to set date for the next pre-preliminary hearing uh, when issues such as discovery uh, were to be dismissed. This hearing, I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know. This hearing occurred on December 11th of 2009 in which Katie Calloway Hall, whom Garrido kidnapped and raped in 1976, appeared in the courtroom at the October and December hearings. She did not speak during other proceedings. She was there. She was like, I want you to look me in the face and say, hey, I didn't abduct and rape another girl like you just you had done to me 30 years ago, 40 years ago.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah. Uh, So at a press conference. Uh, On February 28th of 2011, the defense attorney said that Nancy and Philip Garrido had both made full confession in the case. Um... Oh, I missed something. Uh, I meant to write this down as like a little side point because I cut out like half a page here, uh, surprisingly. Because basically what happened is um, Nancy had a defense attorney and the defense attorney got into like some sort of trouble, but was never told what trouble he got into he or she got into um and then she got a new one assigned by the judge but the other attorney was like let me file for these appeals and say i need to be working with her uh and it like got denied and passed like several times until finally it like went up against but she still got assigned that other defense attorney so she had like two defense attorneys for like a long period of time until finally that judge was like No, this is the only defense attorney and it's the one that I appointed. So shut the fuck up. And the other one got taken off the case. Uh, Well, that defense attorney told her to plead guilty. But then Garrido, Philip Garrido's defense attorney was not going to plead guilty. So he had basically convinced the defense attorney had basically convinced Nancy to do it. But then Nancy talked to Philip Garrido somehow, I guess, and found out that they were pleading not guilty and so then it was like a whole like weird thing they were pleading together but they were pleading not guilty but then the the district attorney or the uh defense attorney was like no you're pleading guilty and it was like it was a huge surprise to everyone it was like oh. what what's happening like the fuck? <laughs> we can't figure out who's pleading what and when when's this happening so it was like a whole all over the place kind of thing and i thought it was really funny um so Nancy's attorney acknowledged that she was facing 240 years uh, to and eight months to life uh, and that he was working for a reduced sentence of 30 in the 30-year range. He said that the prosecutor acknowledged that Philip was a master manipulator and that Nancy was under both his influence and that of substances during the period of Dugard's kidnapping, so she should receive some consideration while alluding to parallels with kidnap victim Patty Hearst and to Sotcom syndrome. So this is where I'm saying that they... We're giving this idea that Nancy was also one of his victims, um, and I was like, "You're still on meth, and you still did this." So, yep. I don't know how I feel. About
0: I that. don't believe it.
1: Yeah. So on Thursday, April seventh of two thousand eleven, instead of pleading guilty, they had been, uh, which was at this is what this is when it was uh, had. He, as had been expected, based on the previous statements, the Garrido's pleaded not guilty to charges of kidnapping and rape uh, of Dugard, as well as other charges in an amended grand jury indictment. Uh, so that this is where all the confusion came out, because it was like, okay, we said we were going to. Like, what's happening now? So then on April 28th, uh, what, three weeks later, uh, in 2011, the Garrido's then pleaded guilty to kidnapping it by, and rape by force. Um so on June 2nd of 2011, because if you plead not guilty, then the trial is going to go on and you're going to get an enhanced sentence. If you plead guilty, you can potentially get a lesser sentence. And yes. that was the whole plan by the defense attorney for Nancy is to say, plead guilty, we'll go over it uh, and we'll figure it out. But Phillips uh, defense attorney was not doing that because uh, I think Phillips attorney knew that whether or not he pleaded guilty or not guilty, he's going to jail, forever. Going to jail forever. So it was like we need to. F- Fight these things if we can uh and so then it, i think it just kind of got them fucked because uh nancy's defense attorney <laughs> kinda fucked, fucked, him. fucked fucked him um so fuck fuck philip uh, not literally but like screwed him his chances over of trying to do a not guilty plea and trying to get off by it uh by saying nancy you should do this because that's what's going to save you mm-hmm. um so on June tw- uh, June 2nd of 2011, uh, Philip was sentenced to 431 years uh to life imprisonment. Uh, not
0: long enough.
1: Yeah. Nancy received 36 years of life imprisonment and both were eligible will be el- eligible for parole in August of 2034. I don't think either of them going to last that long.
0: Um well, regardless if they do or not, maybe Nancy, but definitely not Philip. No. Uh,
1: Philip was in, uh, in prison in California State Prison in uh, Con- 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 Cor- Cor- Corcoran, sorry, uh, <laughs> while Nancy was incarcerated at the Central <laughs> uh, California Women's Facility in Chowchilla. Um, oh, wow, that's where Louise Turpin is. Is he? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, they can be misties. <laughs> you guys abuse children. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, Dugar did not attend the sentencing, instead sending a written message with her mother to read aloud in court. In July, uh, uh, yeah, in July 2010, the state California approved state of California approved a 2000 uh, 20 million dollar settlement with J.C. Dugard to compensate her for quote various lapses by the corrections department that contributed to Dugard's continued captivity, ongoing sexual assault, and mental and or physical abuse. You get 20 million dollars for being in, in prison for uh 18, 18, years. 18 years because of our fault. Um, the settlement was approved by the California state assembly by a 70 to two vote and by the California state Senate by a 30 to one vote. Uh, I want to know who those people were, (laughs) who, who, who did not want this. Um, the San Francisco County superior judge court judge who mediated the settlement stated that the settlement was reached to avoid a lawsuit, which would be a greater invasion of privacy and greater publicity for the state. The bill was signed by California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger on July 9th. Uh, On September 22nd of 2011, Dugard filed a lawsuit uh, in the United States uh, District Court for the Northern District of California, accusing the United States of failing to monitor uh, Philip when he was a federal parolee. So basically she was like, I'm going to sue the United States government. Did not go well. (laughs) Uh, Dugard alleged in her lawsuit against the federal government that, uh, parole officials should have returned Greedo to prison for a number of parole violations that preceded her abduction, including testing positive for drugs and alcohol. Which is true. If you're on parole, and you're not supposed to be taking drugs and alcohol, and you take drugs and alcohol, you're supposed to go back to prison. That's the whole idea of that. Uh, and he didn't. And that's when he got, he abducted her. Um... Her lawsuit was rejected by the US Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit on March of 2011. Uh, the court ruled in a 2 to 1 decision that Dugard had not been victimized by Garrido at the time that he was placed under federal parole supervision and there was no way to anticipate that he would become his she would become his victim. Of course you wouldn't anticipate he's going to abduct someone. Who, who who anticipates that? Who plans that? Who plans there is like she planned me here. She she planned... We planned for him to go out and take some drugs and abduct someone. That's, that that's, doesn't Highly happen. likely. That doesn't happen. Uh, so as a result, federal authorities in California had no duty to protect her or other members of the general public from him. Uh, in the dissenting opinion, there was a chief justice that said the majority had uh, improperly analyzed Dugard's case and said that there was good reason to hold the government liable. Uh, so then... So it was another suit in 2016, uh, August 2006 26 2016. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit dismissed Dugard's civil claims under the uh, Federal Tort Claims Act (FTCA) uh, in a once again two-to-one decision authorized um, authorized by Judge B Judge Judge John B. Owens. And I try and eliminate these names that don't actually mean anything. Uh, the court ruled the federal government's sovereign immunity was not waived uh, because the U.S. is not liable in the same manner to the same extent as a private individual under the, like circumstances. Um, so he's basically saying the government's not responsible for this. Other the, – the courts that didn't do these things are, are responsible. Or Which
0: is who? The, the police government.
1: officer. The gov- it's the fucking government. <laughs> you guys are the fucking government. So the government is liable for these sh- things.
0: Yes, girl, I know.
1: Uh, under certain, under state law, uh, oh, oh, that's part of that, uh, in this case, because of the U.S., because the U.S. would not be liable under California law, Dugard could not prevail in her FTCA claim. Uh, Chief District Court Judge William Smith again dissented, stating that he believed that the majority interpreted misinterpreted California law as the cases cited by the majority only involved FTC FTCA liability in rehabilitation centers. Uh, so basically they blamed the re, rehab centers, uh, not the government. Uh, in the days following Dugard's return, Carl Proben, uh, her stepfather, confirmed that Dugard... Uh, and her daughters were in good health and uh, and intelligent the reunion was going well and they were proceeding slowly He said his st- stepdaughter had developed a significant emotional bond with Garido and that the two daughters even cried when they learned of their father's arrest Well I don't know why I put father in a quote he is their father um, yeah Dugard's aunt Tina Dugard said Dugard's daughters were clever articulate, Curious girls who have a bright future ahead of them. Uh, President of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children said Dugard's reappearance is an important event for families of other long-term missing children because it shows that hope remains even in long-term cases. Notable abduction survivor Elizabeth Smart has stressed the importance of focusing on the future with a positive attitude as an effective approach to accepting what has happened. Sean Hornbeck, another abduction survivor, which I feel like we have not heard of many cases of men being abducted. Um,
0: There's a, there's a few out there. Okay. Uh,
1: Who also commented on the case, noting coming out of what she's had to endure is like entering a new world. It's like a door that has opened for her and that she's emerged from a world that's black and white into one that's full of color. Uh, He opined that she was brainwashed, uh, would feel angry and now needs to move on with her life. Three weeks after her release, Dugard asked for the pets that were raised in the home. Uh, On October 14th of 2009, people published the first verified photos of J.C. Dugard as an adult from its cover. Uh, Dugard's memoir, A Stolen Life, A Memoir, uh, was published on July 12th of 2011 by Simon & Schuster. She has a second book out, too. Um, Dugard began, began animal therapy by riding or petting horses with her mother, Terry, and her sister, Shana. Uh, so she has been doing that. She wrote two books, uh, about her experience. Uh, yeah, that's it.
0: It's a hell of a story. That's a
1: hell of a story. That's fucking crazy. Do you have anything that I missed? I feel like I missed things.
0: Um, what really just sticks out in my mind is the neighbors. Yeah. The neighbors who were just like, we had no idea. Yeah, I'm like, if she would answer the door, she hung out in the house. But sometimes. you also saw them
1: and little children in tents in their backyard. They
0: never saw the children in the tents. Yeah. But still, they were just like some. Just all of a sudden, this woman appears. Mm-hmm. A woman, mm-hmm. not a child, because yeah. she was never allowed inside when she was a child. They're like, yeah, she'd answer the door. I'd see the kids sometimes at the door. They'd play on the porch. But also, I never thought anything about this.
1: Gurito and um, Philip. Ger- oh, you know he is. Nancy Gurito is um, not white. Philip kind of is. I mean, regardless, it could be a stepdaughter. Yeah, that's
0: true.
1: I don't know, but, but I mean, if you know that they, that he's psychotic and has psychotic tendencies, and this person that shows up, that should be a red flag I'm not to call sure the, the,
0: the neighbors did know that.
1: No, the, the, he- they did. I said that.
0: The neighbors knew, they knew that?
1: that he was psychotic and had sexual tendencies. Had mm. had sexual extreme tendencies. They knew it. Mm. And also if you're doing meth, you are causing problems for other people, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're not just staying in your house avoiding people. I'm sure he's out in his out in his lawn just <laughs> sitting well, in a chair he doesn't have to for if hours. He's got
0: what exactly he wants in yeah, the backyard. His house,
1: yeah. Cuz he'd go back there and sit in his little Shelters and talk to her and make her put on makeup and, and clothes.
0: Tell him about how he's controlling the sounds. Yeah. With his mind. Oh my goodness. Whoa.
1: whoa, whoa. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, so he's currently 69 years old uh, and he He's gonna rot in prison. Gonna rot in prison, yeah. Good. Up for parole in 14 years and I'm like, maybe he won't make it.
0: <laughs> what do you mean maybe? He's definitely not gonna he make was, it. I crossed my fingers and said, oh, hopefully... He <laughs> make it girl you're not gonna get parole you're not getting parole you idiot yeah <sighs> you abducted someone for 18 years of your for life for a child an entire child's lifetime mm-hmm. and she was already 11
1: yeah so she had to live as a young adult in his house with her babies that were his
0: yeah it's disgusting mm-hmm.
1: disgusting fucking uh, crazy
0: why are we talking about these things? I don't know. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. We're 22 or 2 hours and 22 minutes in. So oh,
1: Not as not as long as our last episodes. No. 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 No.
0: Um
1: the rain is
0: not here. Oh wow,
1: well, look, it's so rainy. Blue skies. I'm disappointed. Blue. Wait, where did, I want to find out where the thunderstorms went?
0: Um well, you do that. I'm going to tell you about something, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. AIDS Foundation Houston is hosting their annual World AIDS Day Luncheon on December the 1st. However, this year, things will be a little different. For 2020, World AIDS Day will be a virtual experience. AFH was founded in 1982 and has continued to serve the evolving needs of those living with and affected by HIV and AIDS in the community. AFH's World AIDS Day Luncheon was a finalist for the best fundraising event in the city by Outsmart's 2020 Gayest and Greatest. On December 1st, the event will be hosted live by Ernie Manouse from B-Design. The show will include celebrity cameos and interviews, pop-ins by AFH Celebrity and Board, Mayor Sylvester Turner, Judge Lena Hildago, Lena! client and community testimonials, award honorees, drag and musical performances, and so much more. We are proud to be media partners and hope that you will join us in the fight to end HIV epidemic in Houston by supporting World AIDS Day 2020, a virtual event. Access to the event starts at just $5, and underwriting opportunities start at $500. Please visit WorldAidsDayHouston.org to learn more.
1: I'd also like to talk about our other sponsor, Economy Works!
0: The economy Works!
1: We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works, a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help, or help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works, when with we work, the, the economy, economy works! works. Find out more at ComedyWorks.com. That's
0: E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-R-K-S.com. AcademyWorks. Yum! I love that. Speaking of yum, Ooh. our sisters over there at the Let's, Let's talk, talk About gay Stuff podcast are bringing you all of the Ooh. yums. You don't touch me. You did that. Shut up. <laughs> the yums and the woofs. No, they just do woofs. They don't do yums. It's mostly just Tony. It yeah, just it's Tony. But um, <laughs> it's they are Tony. Tony with an I. Bringing you the history of our community.
1: History. Uh,
0: telling you about what happened this day,
1: when it happened, where wh- it where it's going to happen,
0: and the importance of it in the LGBTQ community. Oh. So. Make sure to give them a listen at let's talk about Let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram. Talk gay stuff on Twitter, or you could drop them a line at talk a, or let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. I said the thing I hated
1: to say. Drop them a line. <laughs> you were like,
0: oh <laughs> Well, I threw up well, and I need to clean it up now.
1: You know you guys like listening to this podcast. You're already doing it now. Uh, and we've also been giving you the three hour episodes this entire month because it's Spoopy month! Uh but if you want to contact us and let us know about anything that you're feeling, you can always contact us at uh, Instagram. That's rspodcast on Instagram.com. Uh, rspoopy on Twitter. rspoop on Facebook. And you can send, send us an email at
0: podcast at gmail.com. Who's let spoopy? us know what you want to hear next. We're Absolutely. coming off. We're going into November. We need November, new topics, yeah. So. And
1: next week, we are doing a bonus episode for you guys. Because typically, this would be our last episode of Spoopy Month, because it's only four weeks long. Mm-hmm. But... We were like, you know what? Since it's on a Sunday, Let them have it. Since, we give, since we give, since we give on a Sunday, and November first is on a Sunday, we might as well just give them one more. episode as a treat.
0: <laughs> also, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, there as you as go. As Absolutely.
1: Well, that's what we also learned with the uh, sawween that uh, Halloween used to be the birth of the new year. Remember? So that's it's new
0: year. So stay tuned for the new year, guys. Yes, yeah, new year for for us. New this year, your New us, probably new you. No, no, no new no. year, new you we're the same
1: yeah we're you guys do whatever you want to we're basically the same that's why you keep coming to the podcast because it's predictable <laughs> yes <laughs> Actually, honestly it's very po-
0: mountains of trash this is
1: very unpredictable we we don't know what direction we're going with anything sometimes i flip the table we have to
0: start again yeah
1: i thought we it, never know i flip it sideways coming in here
0: i know and i'm still upset about it because you told me to do it yeah, and you didn't do it quick enough. Yeah.
1: Well, before we go, we also have to shout out to our weird half our granddaughter's best
0: friend's um first grade teacher who, our who was podcast. born out of a lake that like It was really wet in the lake, yeah. but also very dry. Yeah. It was one of those like
1: dry, wet lakes, you know? Yeah,
0: so like cracked skin but yeah. drenched in water. Yeah. That's our Rupee Podcast. Yeah. Our Rupee Podcast is available for you for all of your drag queen televised events needs. Uh, currently researching the Drag Race Holland drag Race franchise. Holland. Uh, check them out at ourrupeepodcast.com, Our Podcast on Facebook, and nothing else. But Podcast at gmail.com. And just take a listen. They're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. It's, it's, uh, spoiler alert, it's us. It's, uh, it is us. We make the same cackles
1: and the same jokes. Not the same joke. We make stupid, s- unpredictable jokes over on that podcast, too. Just we talk about drag queens instead. So
0: so if you want to turn on, like, a gay giggling for your cats when you leave, just put that on. Just give us that extra play, you know? <laughs> I'll take it. We'll take it.
1: Even if you aren't listening, the cats are. <laughs> and then, then you're going to end up with some wired cats when you come home.
0: As soon as they get home, they're going to attack you. (laughs) Why would you do this to us? (laughs) We're so angry! (laughs) Accurate. Um, Should we tell them to get get spoopy with it?